Oh, is that where you're going? I, that's, uh, I, I was like, this is not quite Hamilton, but it sounds kind of yeah, Hamilton. I was, I, was, so I was trying not to infringe the copyright, but oh. hey there, everybody. Welcome well, to well, episode well, 84 of Good Hang do, Podcast. Do, do, do. No, you weren't listening to the Hamilton soundtrack. <laughs> you didn't was, actually turn it on. That was a weird place to start, but welcome to Good Hang episode 84. Uh, I'm Nathan. I'm John. And we are back, baby, with a hosty episode. And today we talk about, um, well... It's been a while, but we catch up with you for uh, so much catching up to what do. We've been up to. I've been watching TV as usual. <laughs> Nathan's been. What do you mean? What we do? I went to Melbourne. You went I to tell Melbourne. You a little bit about that experience. So I stayed in my bedroom. Nathan went around the world. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we we read a lot of really cool uh, stuff from you guys. We opened up a really awesome present. Thank yeah, you so this, much, this, this, dude. This present. This though. is off the chain. This present, though. There are some things that are on the chain, and there are some things that are off the chain, and this is legitimately off the chain. Like the chain Literally. is so far away. Um, but yeah, um, listen up for that. Humble. Um, <laughs> we follow up it with a game. Uh, this one's an interesting one. I think we're all winners in this game. We're all winners in this game. John and I try speech jamming. Find yeah. out what that is later on. In the this only game. loser is the English language, I guess. Uh, yes, we talk about news. We talk about not a lot of Trump, a little Trump. We have to. Trump, yeah. Everyone talks about Trump. We have to. But there's a lot of really fun stuff from fun news. Elon Musk is doing some crazy things, and we want to talk about that. The Ghanaian football world is going crazy. It's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah, so uh, keep an ear out for the rest of this show. Let us know what you think in social media, I guess. There's no comments in this thing. Rate a review on iTunes. That's a good <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, man, and have a good hang. But, like, why would you ever want to run out of breakfast meats? Exactly. It's... It's a dilemma that you should never find yourself chancing upon. You know, here's the thing, though. Like, when it comes to, like, for example, bacon, right? Yes. Um, what form of bacon do you prefer? Do you prefer uh, streaky bacon, back bacon, or, like, Ooh, the okay. thick-cut I'm, I'm belly really bacon? I'm embarrassed that I never know the difference. What? Uh, How can you not know the difference? It's very just, like, obvious it, just by look. Really? Yeah. Every time bacon served to me, it's just, like, thin strips of bacon. That's streaky bacon. But sometimes it's also back bacon. That's... That's the one where there's no fat like down the middle. It's, and it looks more like ham. Uh, it's a different cut of meat. Yeah. Bacon's from the belly. I can never back, tell. Back is from the, hmm, the side, the leg, the front. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can never tell with bacon. It's That's just, weird. Yeah. It's also not a huge requirement for me. Like, I've never understood the bacon phenomenon. What? I'm sorry. Like, it's not... I don't dislike bacon. But it's bacon. not a trend. It's not like, oh, truffles are a thing and it's, whatever thing. It's, it's like, pretty trendy. In, it's been trendy since I was born to now. So, if that's a trend. Okay, okay. No, but recently because of, like, BuzzFeed nonsense and, like, everything is just, like, bacon. And uh, what's that? What's that channel? Um, the one that Tasty? Makes, like, no, no. The one that makes, like, the massive oh, uh, thing. Um, um, game... No, what's it called? Uh, Harley... Harley Mornstein is the... I know the guy that owns it. I know you know the it. guy, right? But not the very, very popular channel name. Epic, Epic Meal Time. Time. We got it at got the same it. time right there. Um, but yeah, we're in sync right now. So in sync. Just call me Justin. You might been hurt, baby. Wow. But ain't no lie. Hey, speaking of food and stuff. Yes. Nathan, you're a big fan of gongcha, right? I'm a... 
I've I've laid a off bubble tea recently. in general. I, I've laid off bubble tea recently because I've been trying to lead a healthier life. That's great, but that's exactly what I was going to get at because um, Gongsha. Maybe I just didn't notice, but apparently they've been doing it since like last week uh, or last yearish rather. They put their nutritional info on their menus. Oh yeah, yeah, they've been doing that. Yeah, and did you ever stop and read it though and look at it? Um, yes, once. Some of this, I think that was around the time I made the decision probably to start it. cutting down. But stuff in the stuff that really confused, like, surprised me. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm bringing up the website now. Like, like this, I mean, so there's not a game because you know. So, like, let me, let me, like, here's an example. I what what has, okay, what has more calories? Putting 100% sugar in a drink or putting black pearl black into pearls, a drink? Black pearls, of course. Yeah, man, the pearls are 155 calories. Yeah, the pearls are doozy. And the sugar level is like 44 calories if you get 100 or something like that. Is there a difference between black and white pearls? Yeah, black pearl is made from tapioca, has 156 calories. Uh-huh. White pearl is made from like seaweed or something. It's and how, 42 about, how calories. about the golden pearls? Oh, no, Gongcha doesn't do golden pearls. No, sorry, sorry, that's koi. That's like, it's, no. it's just a version of the black pearl. And like the m- milk, the milk foam has a lot of freaking calories as well. Really? 203 calories just to put milk foam. But it's foam. It's, but it's foam, yeah. It's like you thought it was just 75% air. Percent air. It's, uh, I don't know why, but I never like... Black pearls are delicious, though, Barry Bryant, on Instagram Live right now, currently. Ooh, we are crossing the streams, yeah, yeah. Barry Bryant literally. Says, I don't know why, but I never liked those black pearls. They're chewy and delicious. That was probably the first time I've used literally correctly. Yeah, not a lot of people use literally correctly, and it yeah. really bugs me. It's one of those things where it's like, get with the times, language is changing. But I'm like, it's not changing for the better. I stopped myself. I... I, I I literally, yeah, 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 yeah. I literally stop myself before I finish a sentence after using the word literally. Like if I if if I want to like um, go into hyperbole, I'm like, oh my god, your traffic was literally like really bad. Traffic was <laughs> like, significant. Yeah. You know why? It's double. It's twofold. Why I don't like use misusing the word literally because a it takes away from the vocabulary of choices that you could use. Yes, it was incredibly bad. Yes. It was you, could, you or don't even use an adjective. It Traffic was, was awful. Awful. Yeah. yeah. Or don't use Be an creative. adjective or whatever. Or but also it takes away from those beautiful golden moments when you use the word literally and it's like boom. Mm. It's like I'm eating baby back ribs, but it's actual baby and the ribs are from the back part and you're eating literally baby back ribs that's when it's useful uh, only in the moments like that can you use the word literally and then it's like pfft, mind blown I feel like literally you mind blown you shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't find yourself in situations like that how about this how about how about a compromise yeah instead of using literally liberally ooh, uh, instead of using literally liberally Use this word instead. Legitimately. Legitimately. Legitimately is a God. good one. Just because it's not quite literally, so you're excused to use it. But it also just sounds awesome, and it seems like a very 2017 kind of word. Yeah. Hashtag this is kind of fun. I like this. Hold on. Legitimately. Sausage Pancake on Instagram Live says, wait, so the pearls are more caloric than 100% sugar? Yes, they are. Because Ooh. they're significantly less. I mean, even just the weight. If you just, it's like, you ever watch them put the 100% sugar? It's just like, they press a button and it stays, the thing comes in for a couple seconds. And then 50, 50% is like, and then like 100% is like, you know what I mean? I almost never watch that happening. <laughs> I like to watch things. and I'm not on my phone all the time. But like. No, I, I never see that though. Or maybe because I never change. Like no. I always just get. Right. But like, but like, the black pearl is from is from tapioca, which is starch. I mean, you make starch from tapioca, which is, the thing with starchy things. It's like all the sugar, but none of the taste of sugar. Mm. So it affects your bloodstream and your calories. Right. But yeah, yeah, milk tea is a doozy. I actually haven't had one in a very long time. 
Um, I avoid places where I know they are. <laughs> oh, so you avoid everywhere. You avoid going out. Yes, actually. <laughs> I've actually avoided going out a lot recently. It's made my life very closeted, but it's it's it's, it's literally literally because he's working on his closet. You I'm see, you guys, he's room, yeah, he's putting shelves yeah. in his closet. Yes, that's how you do it. Yeah. Oh man, don't drink bubble tea, kids. <laughs> no, just do what you want. We're like th- drink we're gonna, what makes you happy. We're gonna get an angry linger from letter from Gongcha Corporate. Drink what makes you happy, and then like next week I do like an ad for them. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> what a what a controversy that would be. Ooh, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, mm. like I, I I've been trying to lead a healthier lifestyle, so I've been taking less sugar. I've been like eating less carbs. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to eat more healthy fats as opposed good, to good. shitty fats. Um, I'm cutting down. On, okay, so like here's my weakness. Every time I drive home, I drive past three gas stations. I drive past a Seven Eleven. I drive mm-hmm. past a Cheers, mm-hmm. and I drive past the other one, mm-hmm. Star Mart or something. Whatever that one is. Yeah. Um, and honestly, man, and I'm ashamed to admit this, but like seven times out of ten, I stop and go in and get something. It's just so convenient. It's it's literally a convenience, convenience store. store. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. I, I've been I've been trying not to do that as much recently. Like I yeah. just I make a decision. First one, nope. Second one, nope. Uh, Third one, oh my god, I'm gonna pass it. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Stop and get in there. Hashtag true strength. <laughs> no, but <laughs> lack um, thereof. Yeah, but it's actually it, it's 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 working out. Like I'm 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 feeling fitter. I'm feeling a lot more spry. Um, everything hurts because I've been working out as well. Um, I, I've been using this pre-workout formula, like the one that's like basically a shot of caffeine, uh-huh. coffee. Mm. Dude, it's yeah, it's weird how many people will actually drink black coffee before working out. Like that's a thing too. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, it just kind of gives you that extra kick, you know, the when you're in the gym. Yeah, when you're on your last rep and you can't quite find it in you, the caffeine gives you a boost. Exactly. Yeah, caffeine. Um, and the- I've been taking this pre-workout from it, and it, and it actually makes like my skin tingle because I'm like so like buzzed. Oh, I, I know the meaning of buzzed now and they say like, uh, yeah, like you do really feel like you buzz. feel like like you but, know but like some people are more sensitive to it. I've never had mm-hmm. it with coffee but with this thing because I guess I'm more desensitized to caffeine. Sure. Because it's like a lot of caffeine. You really get you. Ooh, I got that buzz and like Interesting. I'm yeah, I've been going hard. Alright, we're gonna we're gonna log off on Instagram live eventually but I want to take a couple more questions before we go because then okay. you guys are gonna be like I don't have to listen to the episode I just watched it. Yeah. Um, oh, but you're, you're a part of the episode. You should listen to it got, just to know that you're a part of history that is true Tanya, very insignificant history but history very much so Tanya Tammy asks how was paintball I'm guessing you're gonna talk about that later ooh nah we'll talk about, we're not gonna talk about that it was boring <laughs> uh, don't watch Carla's new YouTube show uh, Barry Bryant's oh wait no, no Helen Lee says hey you guys watched the movie Life have you seen Life is that Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds Jake J- Gyllenhaal no it's Jake fake Idris Alba Jake Gyllenhaal 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 I, when you die you go to Gyllenhaal and then Valhalla. What? I don't know. It just sounds like a, some kind of like purgatory. Oh, I, thought trying, I thought that was like a play on words on something. Nah. Not really. I saw Life. It was like, okay. It was like alien, but like, meh. Um, <laughs> probably worth to wait for it. Don't watch it in theaters. You're fine. It had a fake interest album, that's which is really terrible. Confusing. That's a terrible review. Well, it's been like s- alien, but meh. There's been so many good things lately. That wait, what do you mean fake interest album? Like actually a guy impersonating Idris Elba? But like, or it's, like, like Moff Tarkin Idris Elba? It's like either they couldn't get Idris Elba or this guy was meant, to, or Idris Elba couldn't pull off scientists like this guy good. But, um, so it's a guy that 
was basically like 50 black, cent just black off. English but cheaper Got I it. just googled life black guy <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's see if we can even come close to getting nope not even close yeah, no. life that's racist of you to assume cast. that you would have gotten that that quick <laughs> just goes to show that the, in the internet is equal. damn this is a hard thing to google wait wait let me try um, what do you want me to type uh, life movie 2017 yeah black actor that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. That should get it. Okay. Nope. Death, no, uh, not no, no. Not no, even the third no, one. No. No. That's Denzel. Uh, uh, that's the poster for the movie Arrival. Um, <laughs> this is a hard thing to Google. I think yeah. we might have met our match. We're usually pretty good at this. Yeah. Um, okay. Just you could have just done. That. I'm just gonna go by. The, I'm just I, gonna go by the cast. The IMDb. Okay. Anyway, um, welcome to Good Hang episode eighty. Quick, Instagram, what episode are we on? They're not going to get it to us on time. Um, Welcome to episode 81. And my name is Nathan. And I'm John. And uh, we're back. Oh, obviously let's put an edit point in there so we can just double over the the correct number. What? We can can come back later and be like, episode 85, you know? No, I'm not doing that. I know, but I'm like 95% sure 85. I'm... 85% 85% sure we're 85? I, yeah, probably. That's probably right. I'm waiting for someone to give us the correct answer on Instagram so I can too announce Too slow. Y'all are too slow. Or Instagram's too slow. Yeah, it's the, like a the delay. The stream is delayed. Anyway, yeah. Um, join us on Instagram Live the next time, guys. Helen wanna... Lee says, not sure. I'm going to watch Kong this weekend. Not sure if it's good. Yeah, you'll like it. It's Kong was a really fun movie. Okay. Oh, um, mm. speaking of Kong um, and like monster movies, I have a slightly pointless story, but it was significant to me. So, um... It's been a while since I've had a dream that really immersed me. Yeah. Like, it's been a while since I had a dream where, like, I wasn't sure if I was dreaming. And when I woke up, I feared for my life because I wasn't sure what was real and what wasn't. I recently had one of those dreams because, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the show before, but I dream a lot. I dream very frequently and I can dream very quickly. Like, I can take a nap and have a dream. It's It's, pretty intense. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I'm actually... I, I kind of love it because like every sleep is an adventure. Um, <laughs> but recently I had one that really stuck. I didn't just remember the details. I remembered how it felt. And it was like a Kong type situation where it was a day in Singapore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a, like a regular, I think it was like a Friday or something like that. In the dream or in real life? In the dream. Okay. In the dream okay. was like a Friday. It was, it, it, it was just like, it didn't feel like a dream. It was like a regular day, Friday in Singapore. Friday night. You just, feel all right. I was just going about my day. On the um, West side? East side. Were you, were you, was this a party down on the west side? No, no, no. Did you call for your shorty? Or? I was just going about my day. And, um, yes. And the dream felt... You know how dreams like time is not really a thing, right? You yeah, just yeah. remember events. Yeah, yeah, And I just passed by the entire day, did everything normally, whatever. And I just remember hearing the news and seeing in the newspapers um, a threat of a giant lizard-like monster attacking the city. Godzilla! Like, Godzilla. Yeah, exactly, Godzilla. Like, approaching the city. But everyone's just kind of ah, bullshit, clickbait, clickbait nonsense. Click you know, ah, fuck fake, this. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. No, because it's all over the internet and then people announced it on the radio, but they announced it like jokingly, like saying, oh, did you see this article about the monster? And it's like, you know, it was just, it was just in the background of the day. It mm-hmm. wasn't a detail that stuck out. It was just mm-hmm. more like, oh, funny news story that came out. Um, and then that night I met, um, I think I was with my brother. Okay. And we were at the Marina Barrage. You know the Marina Barrage? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. People, people fly kites and you can see the whole city. Yeah. And we're just hanging out in the field. And then we look at the skyline and we're just checking out, checking out. And all of a sudden, like, I see this shadowy figure come up <gasps> from behind the skyline. Gojira. And it's walking. 
And all this still feels fucking real. So Gojira. I was terrified. Like, usually when you watch monster movies, yeah, it's a monster movie. It's a monster attacking a city, mm-hmm. doing millions of dollars of property damage. But whatever, it's a monster movie. Yeah. But for some reason, this felt so real. Like, I knew that this was impossible, that a monster was attacking the city. But so yet, in the dream, you're like, this is not happening. Yeah, I was like, this is not happening, but why am I terrified? Why is the ground shaking? And then mm-hmm. suddenly, a building fell down. The Maybank building in the CBD. Gojira! Yeah, he attacked it. He just walked into it, and the whole thing freaking just collapsed. That's crazy. And that was when everyone was silent. Like, we were in a crowded marina branch. Everyone fell silent. Yeah. And then screams you hear like smoke came about rubble started flying towards us and like you hear screams from far away and you hear screams from where you are it's and like 9-11 just starts running like dude it was terrifying and i think you bring up 9-11 mm-hmm. i have a feeling that like because i sort of know what that kind of panic feels like back when i was in boston and i was mm-hmm. in boston during the boston bombing so i i know exactly what it feels like to be in a crowd that's on edge and scared and like running away from actual a thing are you at the marathon though? i was at the marathon oh I, thought, I didn't know you were at the marathon i was at a marathon and then i left for a bit i was and i was perpendicular to the marathon for a bit because my school was right there you mean like the finish line of the marathon or uh, like no just, no, no. just along the route along the route yeah. okay and then i was perpendicular to the marathon route i went i was at the marathon first mm-hmm. went to the school library which is perpendicular to the marathon route Heard two thunderous, just like, bangs. Yeah. And I assumed like, oh, it's just thunder. Yeah. But then I remembered, wait, but it was like sunny out. <laughs> but didn't think much of it because I was doing homework. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly we start getting texts of people saying, are you okay? Are you okay? Because uh, like half an hour before this, I posted a picture of Instagram of me and my friends at the <laughs> marathon. Ooh. Like, Boston Marathon, school's out, what's up? Yeah, we haven't talked about that because Patriots Day came out like a month ago. Do we ever talk about that? No, I really want to watch it, but I'm scared it might bring up memories. It's but, a good um, movie though. But yeah, yeah, I remember though because like, uh, we weren't, we weren't, we were friends back then, but we weren't chatting much, but I just remember messaging on the blue, like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. And we were ta- talking back and forth. I, I, and I went this back. Was, this was before you could check in on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before, because what was the first one that did it? I know it was an, an accurate one. It was like a really Paris. One. Yeah. Was it that I think late? It was, I the think Paris, Paris terrorist attacks? I, I might be completely anyway. wrong. No, but I feel like it was a natural disaster first. Maybe. Okay, anyway, so yeah, I went back to our chat logs and I was reading back. I was like, wow, shit, like f- whatever, how many years ago? And this is you and me talking about the Boston bombing and I'm just yeah. watching Mark Wahlberg take care of the business. Yeah, I've, I haven't... Yeah, maybe because like, I, I had that experience because I remember leaving school and then seeing just people in a confused panic. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I walked my friend home and there were police, like, escorting everyone, but Crazy. they also had no idea what the fuck was going on. Crazy. And then, as I walked my friend back home, dropped her off, and I was going to walk back to my apartment, I was walking down this street, okay, this empty... St- they, they cleared... Of course, no no more cars were allowed, because the marathon closed everything. Yeah. So, imagine this gigantic uh, two-way street uh-huh. with apartments on either side. Um, everyone's just kind of scattered, confused, like walking towards general direction that the police are, are, are pointing at. Yeah. And suddenly we hear another explosion. Uh. We hear like another pow. What was and that? And then it was a controlled explosion. They found another device in the, in the oh. police. Like they, they found another suspicious looking at it. Right. And the, and they controlled the explosion. Um, but n- nobody knew that. <laughs> the police were not very well informed because I believe, you know, communications are crazy that day. You can't mm-hmm. expect the grunts to know what's going on. Of course. Um, and we hear another explosion and that then like so scary and you just literally this is an actual use of literally yeah. you just see this like very disorganized group of people in yeah. a two-way street suddenly just flee to yeah. the opposite direction and it was like that was a surreal thing to, to see firsthand because i was running with them 
we just ran away from that sound uh. and it was crazy to see it was crazy to experience and i think because i have that sense memory this dream about godzilla felt so real to me wow yeah and when That's i woke cray cray. yeah when i woke up um i was like actually i i, I opened the windows for a bit like i had to check the time and everything and i was like what day is it because my lights were still on from the from the night before yeah yeah, yeah. um and I had to open the windows and check like okay no, that was obviously a dream of course it was a dream but why did it feel so real those weird dreams where you wake up and your heart's beating fast you're like oh yeah you're I like was, super relieved I that it's a dream sweating Ugh. I was sweating because there was a lot going on there because it, uh, there's a lot more to the dream like you know like I actually went home I tried to text my, my mom and dad yeah, but yeah. Like, you know the communications were down there's a whole other there was it, it was basically a mini movie we won't get into it but it felt really real and that was so much fun you know if a kaiju attacked singapore i can't, I, i'm sure there'd be a scene where he like takes the art and science museum at marina bay rips it up and like smells it and it would be like a weird kind of like <laughs> this animal feeling this this man-made monster taking this man-made flower you know what'd be a badass move though what take marina bay sands like the three things yeah take out the top use it as a baseball bat and yep take out the other three towers that's crazy. That's some kaiju shit, man. That's crazy, dude. Get if, on it, animators. If that happens, they're going to like... If that actually happens in real life, they're going to want to talk to us. Yeah. Like, what, how'd you do this? <laughs> All right, bye, Instagram Live. <laughs> Listen to the rest of the episode. You can skip the first mm, 20 minutes or so. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, Instagram Live. No, but Live. hi. No, we're still with you, podcast. Oh, wait, hold on. People, we're still in your ears. This is confusing. We're not leaving you. We're leaving the Instagram people. Yeah, don't, don't turn off the podcast. That would no, be annoying. No, that would be terrifying. Um, what would you do? Like, how would you live with the fact that you don't know how this ends? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man. Um, yeah. So want to get into the episode proper with our Let's first segment? do it. When you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? What you been up to? It's been a while since we recorded, but here's here's the main thing. I think it's not been. I think it's just been a while since we've given updates on life. That is true. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, um, you know how Nathan I said I was googling the uh, the blackter from life. (laughs) Is it crazy that I literally almost said blackter? (laughs) I was like, I was gonna when you before you said I was like black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. We in sync. We in sync. Uh, and there's no way of me showing you a photo that doesn't make me seem like a racist. Okay. Because it's like, this guy doesn't look at Jabba ever. Um, okay, but here's okay. Here's a photo of him doing press. Okay, let me see. And there's there's more to it than just how he looks. I think there's also like a voice. Wait, thing. The first thing that came out was Idris Elba. Did you see that? No, dude, that's... No, yeah. <laughs> like, that's no, dude, ad. that's the guy. Yeah, no, it's Idris Elba for Dark Tower. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, this is what he looks like. His name's Aryan Bakare. And it's not just how he looks, but it's, he gives off an, indri- an Idris vibe. Let's just put it that way. Nerdy Idris. Um, what do I want to talk about? Oh, God, there's so many things I've watched, so many things I've done, but I want to bring this up. I've been taking a break from this TV show, Survivor. Have I ever talked about Survivor to you or to the podcast? Okay, here's the thing with Survivor. It's the weirdest <laughs> TV show in history in that. It holds an interesting place. I in love the- how you just did this TV show, Survivor. <laughs> this TV show, Survivor. You heard of it? No, but that's the thing. Is that like... I mean, I guess if you're old enough, or even if you're not old enough, everyone watched Survivor, like, the At first season. Point. It was huge. Yeah, it was gigantic. And But, like, it, <laughs> they just started their 34th season. Oh, shit. Because they do two per year. Oh, and, really? Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot more sense, then. Because when I see the seasons, I'm like, am I that 
old? Well, that's why they don't, it's actually, they don't, like, in the publicity, they don't give the number. They're like, Survivor, Gen X versus Millennial, Survivor versus whatever. Survivor, Numbani, or some shit like that. Hey, Um, (laughs) But the thing is that Survivor has evolved into this amazing game. It is, like, the greatest game in the world. I would actually like to play it one time. I take your word for it. Here's the thing. Like, you've mentioned Survivor many times over the course of this show. Yes. And... I, I'm always and I see it online every once in a while, and I'm always on like the edge of clicking it. But I know that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down because I get into these reality shows. I love Dude, the, you would love I it. love the American style, how they cut the drama and everything. Because yep. like Master it's Chef so US, bingeable. Master Chef is my shit, and that's the only reality show that I allow myself to watch because I tell myself at least it's useful. Survivor is so bingeable. Like, yeah, you think like well, okay. Look, you, you, Master Chef, you learn how to cook things. Survivor, you would learn how to like survive. make fire with flint. Okay, okay so here's just a quick rundown because like the way Survivor is is like forget about the fact that you're being marooned on an island with strangers. Blah. That's that's the that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. The main thing of Survivor is how in the world do you execute winning the million dollars because yeah. you have to vote people out, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, if those people you vote out thereby denying their opportunity to win a million dollars, they have to want to give you a million dollars. It's a crazy mind game. And it creates the most amazing mind games. It's like the strategy involved and like the the social aspect. It's really, really, truly interesting. Because if you demonstrate too much, um, uh, uh, what do you call that? Gamesmanship. Like if you play too hard or whatever. No, like if you're too good, people will get you out. People want you out. Dude. So you kind of got, it's like a weird middle. Or if you if you're if you're shitty, people might want to keep you like around yep. so that they can guarantee. But you safety. can't be too, dude. There's all these strategies you have to you have to think about. And take Every into it. tier is in danger. There is, dude. And the one that like I just took a break, no real reason. Like I was kind of like the <laughs> I took a break during Survivor 32, which is quite How wrong. many episodes are there in a season? F- 14. F- 14, 15, including the finale. Okay, so it's doable. Yeah. Uh, the one that got me intrigued was I heard that the season after the one I quit. Um, was really good in terms of gameplay. Was Mr. T in it? No. Oh. Why would he be in it? He's in Dancing with the Stars. Oh, no, he couldn't do both. I, that video made me really sad. But I mentioned it before. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like but, he's a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. and He's out, out in the first episode, I'm guessing? I, I don't know. He wasn't good. But My, my the, mom and I just, used to watch Dancing with the Stars because she's super into the ballroom and I enjoy spending time watching Mr. T? Dude, you can say that to anyone who's ever been on that show. It's but like, Mr. Oh, so T, his catchphrase is, I pity the fool. And that was the entire thing I was thinking when I was watching that video of him dancing. So you live long enough to be the fool. Or you either you die the fool. Yourself. Either you, you, you die the <laughs> person pitying the fool or you become the fool yourself. <laughs> anyway, Survivor. The one that got me into it was, I heard it was good gameplay and I was intrigued with the theme. It was Gen X versus Millennials. Mm. And it was actually a really good season. Wow. Well, and Gen X means like, 40 and the, the, no they really they literally put they they literally they said which years they were like uh if you are millennials you are from 1984 uh-huh. to like 19 like to, to the youngest person was no, like 18 yeah. and then the gen x was like 82 to like 60 1964 nine, nine, born in 1982 until 1964 not 82 years old oh yeah i mean you know I, I mean, logically, you want to go upwards in time, not I backwards. Mean, fine, if you want to be all logical. But it was really intriguing. I, I, I guarantee you guys, if you're a little bit interested in what I've pitched to you guys, if you that you're like, oh, that sounds like something interesting, go watch Survivor. It is the most amazing thing. It's amazing. You're that's selling what, me, man. I, that's, I, I've seen it before. I followed um, Survivor All-Stars the very first time they did it. Yes, I me too. Like, yeah, because I was like, you know, why not? I like, watched this- one, two, three, stopped, 
went back for All Stars, stopped, and then watched. I was like, oh, they're in the Philippines. That's my country. That was <laughs> this was like episode, this was like twenty five. Yeah, and I'm like, this show is amazing. And I went back and watched all the best seasons. Can I be honest? When I watched the first Survivor All Stars, and this was back in like what, like a long time, ago. long time ago, two thousand two, maybe. Yeah, I was a kid. I was like in primary school. Yeah. Um, it was mostly because uh, you could see blurred boobies. You could see blurred boobies. You can see blurred boobies and blurred, and blurred butts. And that was the closest you could get to any kind of boobies or butts at that time. Mm-hmm. Access was very limited when when in, back in two thousand two. Absolutely right. You need something to jerk, man. Something to jerk off over. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, like, like the, okay, if you go back to All-Stars, Boston, Rob, and Amber Burkich were the ones who got second and first place. Are those all names? Yeah. Boston, Boston Rob. Rob Mariano. Rob Mariano. Boston, Rob. He always wore the Boston Red Sox cap. Oh, okay. His thick Boston accent. Okay. And Amber was- I won Survivor. So, yeah, that's what he sounds like. So I'm going to yeah. do Survivor. Um, I'm going to win Survivor. They were both back for the first time. Amber won basically because of Rob and Rob came back two more times after that and he's like the most fun to watch because he's like a strategic mastermind. It's I, so good. I think I've seen because they have compilation videos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of these things. And on I remember, YouTube? On YouTube, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing like this um, video very enticingly titled Best Survivor Player Ever. Yeah. And it was Rob. Yep. And they showed a compilation of like how he is like a bastard, but he still stays. He's like, super charming and he's super good. There's because he's a ch- like, okay. He's an actual movie villain. Well, he's he's like Christoph Waltz. Rus- Russell Swan. Russell is the is the villain in that, that sense. There's another like there was one season where they pit Boston Rob against this guy named Russell, and he's the real, real, real villain. It might have been him then. I can't remember. The it could have been either. I just, remember, both I just remember seeing like, it said best player ever, and he was very villainous. Like okay. he would backstab people. And, the like, best season ever, basically unanimously agreed upon, is the best season. Was this season called? It was the second All Star edition. It was called Heroes versus Villains. They got it was an all returning cast and they split up against the good guys and the bad guys. And it is brilliant. Nice. And you should watch it. I'm gonna download episodes <laughs> for you. I'm gonna put it in your computer and you're gonna go watch no, it. No, you don't have to. I'll I'm watch gonna it. I'll, I'll watch it. I'm watch gonna it. make you com- commit to you to doing it. I'll watch it. Can you find it on like websites? Yeah, they're around. Okay. For sure. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just like it, it's it's kind of hard to like explain why it's so good, but it's it's just oh, no, no. It's unbelievable gameplay. It's, it's people, it's people against people in the most human war ever. Yeah, and it's cool, but for particularly the Gen X versus Millennial season, no one was bitter. Everyone was like, "You outplayed me, man. Well done, well played." Nice. Survivor is the only game that I can think of where the the person that deserves to win wins every single time. Mm. Because if, by definition, if they were able to win that season, they deserve to. Because they read, they took, they had what it take to win that particular season against those particular people, and it's just really interesting to watch. Yeah, it's not saying China. It's not saying China. Damn it! Damn it! So close. <laughs> so close. You're like the Michael Phelps of <laughs> of singing. <laughs> Wait, but Singapore won. Yeah, that was a weird analogy, John. Well, Michael Phelps came in second. To a Singaporean. Yeah. So you are no. I am the. Ah, yeah. This is a confusing analogy. You're no Joseph Schooling. Yeah. Okay. Oh. The, okay. That's more direct. Yeah. All right then. So I've been. Up what have to... you been up to, dude? <laughs> I've been spiraling into depression. No. Um. I I just came back from Melbourne, Australia. Oh ye. Oh ye. Got to meet old friend of the show, Lyndon oh, Furnell. Lyndon Furnell. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what my accent's becoming, but it's really quite disturbing me. Is he um, still touring in Kinky Boots? Yeah, there's still, uh, I think he just finished his production of Kinky the Boots. The one year Melbourne, run. But they're going to Sydney in oh, a yeah. couple of weeks. Anyway. I go for him. 
Um, so I went to Melbourne for my very first public show in Melbourne. I've been there twice before for performances, but they were mm-hmm. like private events. Sure. Um, but this is the first like public show. So lift the curtain on that a little bit. Like, so how did, how did that come about? Like, how, did you get invited by a producer? How did that work? Um, well, okay. So they're doing this thing called the, um, the Lord Mayor's Students Welcome. Um, I don't know what Lord Mayor is. <laughs> I'm guessing he is the mayor of Melbourne. Lords. Oh. Yeah, or that. Um, he's probably the mayor of Melbourne, I'm guessing. Yeah. And it's like his official welcome to um, overseas students into, into Australia, uh, into Melbourne, because uh, Melbourne is very well known to have like one of the largest foreign student populations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the world. Foreigners, foreign, foreign students make up 20% of Melbourne's population. Really? Yes. Wow. That's, that blew my mind. That's crazy. 20%. And, and you wow. feel it when you walk down the city streets. The only white people you see are working behind a counter. So oh, it's, wow. it's like a weird, bizarre world. It's like opposite Singapore. And like Tw- people- Wait, 20% of the entire population of Melbourne, not even the student population, yes. the 20% of the population yes. are made of international students. Yes. Dope. It's insane. Because there's so many schools over there. Yeah. And... There are whole schools made up of entirely like Filipinos, Malaysians, Singaporeans, China, right. uh, everywhere. Wonder it's why? Um, probably because um, it's a very livable city. It's very, it's fairly safe, fairly. Uh-huh. Um, and the schools over there, um, they are, they they have a very big range. They have like the really good ones and the okay ones and the ones that kind of take in whoever. The, um, yeah, the black people. Yeah. What? What? No. Grades, don't know your man. Grades, grades. Oh, grades. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, <clears throat> so you have a lot of like you know um, wealthier uh, foreigners living over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, I was at the. Sh- uh, I did this first public show, um, and they invited me because of the whole China thing. Yeah. And they have a huge Chinese population. I was gonna say it kind of sounds like you just went scape Melbourne. Escape Invasion Melbourne edition. But yeah. Ish, except it was like a proper big show in Melbourne. And uh, they sent me over um, over there to represent like Singapore and the Chinese thing. Uh-huh. Charlie Lim performed as well. He was oh, great. that's cool. That's cool. Um, and a, a Japanese Vocaloid robot. Um, okay. <laughs> and a Korean pop star named Ailey. Um, mm. Yeah, I was... Dude, K-pop is no fucking joke. Oh, K- and of course not. K-pop I mean... is no fucking joke. Those, that girl... I fell in love, man. That girl mm. could sing. Yeah, yeah. She had like she sang "I Will Always Love You." Wow! And she transposed twice. In one, you mean she put in a key change? Twice. You mean? know how there's already one key change in the song? Yeah. Like and, and I, and I, she goes another one. That's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Um, but she was great, and the dancers, you know, that was like a really good show. Um, the Japanese Vocaloid robot was very confusing to me. Okay, so it's an actual robot? N- well, no, not really. It's it's it's, it's a, a human it's an, it's in an a robot animated costume. It's an animated thing on a screen that it's dances. Like, it's like the gorillas. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, and it's pretty much just like a light show, and you're watching the screen, and occasionally you'll see. Um, like people dancing in sync of the robot. Uh-huh. Um, so I want you to Google right now Hatsune Miku. I trust you can just figure out how to spell that. Um, but Hatsune Miku is like uh, the example of probably the biggest Vocaloid in Japan. And in Japan, this stuff fills stadiums. Tons of people just show up to watch this animated thing sing on a screen. Oh, and she's like a fucking Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's a car- it's a cartoon. So we saw we didn't see Hatsune Miku, but we saw something similar to it. It was so- called. I or so is someone yeah. singing live or is no. it like pre-recorded? It's all just a track. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, um, don't not just. I'll put this up in the show notes, but it's not just about googling Hatsumiku. It's about 
putting Hatsumiku Vocaloid live. Yeah. Um, no, but but some of the shows are really impressive. Some of She's them like use Tupac. holograms. Exactly. Yeah. Some of them use holograms. This one did not. I don't believe they had the technology so available weird. at the stadium. But it was just a screen. Goddamn Japan, you so weird. It was very strange. Um, but yeah, it was actually a surprisingly good show. Like, I was very, very pleased with how it turned out. Um, it honestly terrified me a little bit because I hired a band. Um, I hired a band in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I hired my drum and bass from Melbourne, but I brought um, Joel, by Joel bass, yeah. um, from Singapore. And we met just the, the afternoon before the performance. Yeah. How did you find them? Um, I reached out to Charlie because I know he lives. He oh, lived okay. there for a very long time. And cool. So, uh, just throw me some names. Cool. And they were available. And um, we had one rehearsal the afternoon before. And it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> it's not that they were bad players. They were fantastic players. It's just that whenever you have a new band, just like kind of try to jump into it that quickly. Yeah, you need chemistry. There's, yeah, there's chemistry. There's teething problems. We weren't really clicking with the tempo. We, we kept rushing. We kept dragging. We yeah. were just like, we're all over the place. Are you rushing? Or are you dragging? And exactly. Nathan, there's a symbol. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson was all up in our face. Yep. But um, it was kind of a scary rehearsal because, you know, we got the forms and everything, but the rhythm was never tight. Um, I don't even understand how you like memorize. Like, do they have sheet music? Like, how do they memorize the, the music? musicians? Have sheet music, of course. I right. need to memorize that shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I occasionally often screw up. Um, <laughs> but um, and then the next day, the bassist couldn't make sound checks. Um, Just, he had something on. Uh, yeah, he had a teaching gig, but I, it sure. wasn't. It wasn't his fault because um, I, I got sound check timings pretty late as well. Okay. Um, so I had no idea what was happening. Uh, but. Boy. He wasn't there for soundcheck, so basically we didn't perform as a full band until the performance on that stage until the actual performance. Jesus, and it scared the living shit out of me. Yeah, um, but for some reason everything just came together. The first song we played as a whole band, like we played Electricity. Yeah, um, I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> everything clicked. Um, we started a mosh because I guess we were really rocking it. <laughs> Did people memorize our dance yet? No, no, no. Why can't people memorize our dance? I th- no, okay, here's the thing. What's probably you put A lot of the audience was there to see the Korean pop star. That's fair. A very small fraction of them were there to see me. That's fair. Even then, they were kind of seeing me as a consolation to seeing Ailey. It's like, fair. oh, Ailey, and yeah, Nathan's there too. Um, You're like an opening act, basically. Yeah. I, I, it happens. I went, it happens. I went before the Japanese robot. That's pretty tough. Yeah, it was. Tough a, act. That was a, I went before it. Yeah, and were you like, put your hands together for... <laughs> put your hands together screen. for pixels. Um, <laughs> um, but um, I, I feel like I, I won a lot of people over that night, and it felt good. That's great, man. I was very, very happy with the performance. The band came together. Everything was surprisingly tight. Sound was good. Everything felt good. And yeah, it had a, productive, it had a nice little productive show. And the first show in Melbourne, and it was a nice one, and I'd like to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think we have to make a YouTube video of how of teaching people to dance. I think that's the idea. And then we'll come with fun. We'll be like, step <laughs> and gay snap. Wipe your hair. It's not that Just hard. Push it back. It's all in the go video. Forward. Snap to the left. Kick to the right. Electricity. And dun, 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 okay, if you guys want that, uh, tweet us. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just surprised you still know it. I've forgotten. Every Dude, I step don't of it. forget. It's hard. It takes a while for me to forget choreography. Yeah. Yeah, I memorized the one for Spring Awakening. It's been useful in my life ever since. Really? Yeah. The sex part. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sex choreography works. Uh, hey, really quick, we've been watching some really cool movies. Mm. I've been watching some really cool movies. You want- Without me. 
Well, I asked you to come, but you couldn't make it because you're busy. But we did watch separately Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. And the Beast. Yes. Okay. Um, we spoke about Logan already, right? Yes. We, we still got Logan. At length. Yes. Um, if you haven't listened to that one, go back. Go back to it. Um, okay. So we both watched Beauty and the Beast. Which, you know what's cool? We can talk about this and there's no way we can spoil it. Because Why? what kind of fucking fuck fuck would never watch the original cartoon? You'd be surprised. Really? I watched it with someone who had never seen the cartoon. Tales all the time, though. Yeah. So it's the Bible. Um, yeah. Everyone's read the Bible, so. The Quran. And. Oh, the Quran's bad. Letters, letters, letters. In my family, we called, it, we called it Evil Bible. No. I, <laughs> we called the Torah the wrong Bible. Please stop. <laughs> Please don't. Um, Child Harry Potter, the Witch's Bible. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Okay. So Beauty and the Beast. What, what was your, we talked about this okay. in like in real life, which okay. was weird. Okay. So Beauty and the Beast for me, I thought it heavily, heavily hinged on Emma on Emma Watson's likability. Yeah. This was even before you were thinking that this is or no, no. Why as, you were as I was watching, oh, okay. as I was watching it, I realized that okay, this movie. If you don't like Emma Watson yeah, as an actress or a person you are going to hate this movie Mm-mm. because she isn't portraying the Belle that you know. No, she's doing her own thing. Yeah, and you need to like her enough to accept that. Mm-hmm. To accept that. I said accept wrong with me. Um, but if you kind of have a bias against her and you see that she's doing something different with Belle, you're going to hate this movie. And I know a lot of people that didn't like this movie because, because of that. Mm. Um, because they just couldn't stand Emma Watson because like, why isn't she, why isn't she being Belle? Um I thought it was a nice character change, you know. Um, Belle used to be a lot more naive and a lot more, um, mm. yeah, just a, a lot more simple. But I kind of liked that about her in the cartoon because it made her and Beast go through a journey from the beginning together, as opposed to Belle being the leader all the time. Um, because in this movie, Belle just felt like the she always just felt so cool and wise, mm-hmm. and she was always like the 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 the, the more level head in the situation, and she was always kind of she always had it was the a little bit more hand. progressive, I guess you could say. Definitely a lot more progressive. But I just felt like she didn't wear a corset or whatever. I, <laughs> I just felt like it didn't serve the story as well it's still it was still very good there was still mm-hmm. a very motherly aspect to it that was uh-huh, interesting uh-huh, uh-huh. but i preferred the original dynamic of two people learning together about like what love is and like you know how how they can adapt to each other because one was naive and one was torn down to his most base aspects you know yep. literally turned into a beast um, and to see those two go through that journey from the, from from square one together was very very nice. And I never knew this, but Beauty and the Beast, the original cartoon, um, was nominated for an Oscar Best Picture. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it almost That's won. Mind blowing. You didn't know that? I I just assumed that cartoons were, were never um, ever. It was like the, I think like, it's the first yeah. considered. I don't. Has it happened since for Best Picture? Not for Best Picture. I'm not that I can think of. Not not in recent memory. Uh, what was that? Par- Parasopolis? No, what was it? There Parasopolis. was a, Yeah, was that nominated for Best Foreign at least? Yeah, Best Foreign yeah. probably. No, 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 Best Animated. Okay, yeah, because I guess ever since Beauty and the Beast, they came out with the category Best Animated. Mm. I mean, that's why. Yeah, I guess that's unfair. Anyway, um, yeah. So I thought the character dynamics in the movie was great. Everything was fine. My biggest gripe with it, and this is is coming from someone that's a little bit more anal than most, but mm-hmm. I enjoy watching movie musicals, but I hate it when the sound that you hear doesn't match the energy on screen. Yeah, basically, you just tell. Yeah, basically, it's when they record it in the studio and they sing it a certain way in the studio where it's pitch perfect and it's like, you know, they hit all the right notes, but then they do it on screen and then they're running up the stairs, they're dancing, they're jumping, and then their voice is completely calm. Yeah. 
you know, like I. Uh, that, that's why Les Miserables. Yeah, that's why Les, Les, Les Mis was like it had a very kind of groundbreaking genuine. because they sang on site on state yeah. on set live. They wore earpieces of a live orchestra playing. And no, it's just a piano, it. but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a simple guy track. Then they yeah. added orchestra later. That would be crazy if it was like, yeah, oh, we fu- sorry, the triangle fuck guy fucked up. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's why. Yeah, start over. Felt, that's why the Miz felt so, felt so real, and that's yeah. why like it was a lot more easy to hate on Russell Crowe. Yes, um, so bad. But um, I think the best movie musical to date that has done that in terms of matching the mm-hmm. the soundtrack with what's going on on screen uh, is Hairspray. Mm-hmm. to me I feel like they matched the choreo they matched the energy they matched it like on screen with their eyes and everything this one a lot of times especially of Emma Watson because um, uh, you can tell she's not really a singer singer oh. she's not a bad singer it's just that they fixed her voice a lot there's a lot of auto-tune there's a lot of um, not auto-tune sorry um, uh, uh, what do you call it manual tune uh, it's it's actually ma- it's, it's a manual tuner but I forgot what it's called um <laughs> Because I don't use it. Oh! oh, well played. Yes, um, pitch flex or something like that. Yeah, um, it just kind of perfects the little. Just kind of adjust the, the vibrations. Yeah, the, the to little really kinks, get it. you know, the little yeah. kinks, and it just sounded too clean. And you can tell from that that they probably fixed it a lot because yeah. it probably wasn't recorded that well. Because if you contrast it to say Luke Evans's tracks or Josh Gad's tracks or. Um, the father, I don't know who the father was. I forgot. Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, yeah. Um, you can tell that they had a lot less of that because there was more character in the voice. There's a lot more projection. Luke Evans can sing. That dude can sing. Luke Evans can sing. He's like a legit baritone. Yeah, dude. And you can tell because like the, you you can't gay. fix. Yeah, no, you can't. Is he actually? Yeah, he's openly gay. Oh, with who? Uh, he could be single. <laughs> 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 that was uh, some kind of Nathan's definition of gay is like liking people of the same sex and being in a relationship with one so if you're single and gay you're nothing single gay people out there nothing you're nothing you're nothing Nathan Hartono uh, that was some kind of discrimination I'm sure but, gay. Um, gay with who with the rest of the gay population of the world I guess Nathan no, but okay, with anyway, us as well as citizens of the world okay yeah back fine. to my point back to your point <laughs> With Luke Evans's voice, he he had a very dis- a very operatic musical theater tone to mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and you can't really do a lot to fix that. If you try to fix that, it's going to sound very weird. I can imagine, yeah, yeah. Um, if you try to fix like that kind of rich operatic vibrato, it's it's they don't do it. Um, so, you don't yeah, do it, that, or they don't need to do it. They don't need to do it, and they won't do it because it's it makes it worse. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dan Stevens had a great voice too. The guy who played Beast? His had a bit of fixing as well, but he definitely had a richer tone. Mm. Yeah. But um, it was it was mostly Emma Watson singing that kind of bothered me. Not her as an actress. I thought she did fine as the character. It's just that whenever she sang, it just felt like I was immediately like, okay, I'm listening to the soundtrack now. Mm. Whereas with Luke Evans and Josh Gad and Kevin Klein, I was always questioning, like, was, it, was this possibly live or mm-hmm. was uh, but like if it, even if it wasn't I just felt immersed that's interesting because like the moment the sync is off I'm pulled out of the scene if it matches com- perfectly in terms of energy and the choreo and the shots and like his facial expressions and everything I don't even think about it because I'm just so immersed that's interesting for me my biggest takeaway from the movie or my biggest gripe I think with the movie is well Nathan just filled you in on all the audio stuff if, if you're into that for me know. for me it's the visual stuff like I thought the cinematic- cinematography was really flat like all the like the actual when I say cinematography I use the actual time and the actual lighting choices and lens choices it just looked it looked like a painting it looked like a painting but not in a good way yeah like not in a way that a movie should yeah um, I think this is 
Have you seen the other Disney iterations? No, I haven't seen Jungle Book. It's only been Jungle Book, right? Jungle Book. Lion King is next. Uh, I heard heard Jungle Book was good, though. Yeah, no. Jungle Book. And there was Cinderella. Jungle Book might be the only exception, but Maleficent. Maleficent looked like Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all very flat. They yeah. all just looked like they were trying to imitate the cartoon, which is an interesting d- design choice. Maybe that's what they're trying to do, where they're trying to like make it look two D. Like maybe it's, it's good of you to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I was just like, this. I get, I get what you mean. Like you'll see, like you'll see, like scenery and backdrops that just look like they were painted. They on. look blah. They look blah. Yeah. But like you know, even though the way they like, there's like no sh- like there's, there's, there's no, no shadows. There's no di- yeah, it's, it's there's certain, no dimension. Yeah, uh, and the editing was crap. Like it, like re- if you guys ever watch it or rewatch it, the editing sequence where. Uh, where spoiler oh, whatever when Gaston dies think, oh, and yeah. the beast gets transformed back into human whatever it's your fault for not watching the cartoon that part was probably like I feel like that whole battle sequence was left to a different editor entirely yeah it was really rough cause the, the I felt like the whole movie was pretty decently edited and to be honest that's the only part really where I can point out editing problems yeah. cause they, it was they, like they do that sometimes they outsource like if it's like an action scene mm. they'll give it to someone else because of it oh we can't do action we can only do like our special thing. that's interesting yeah. yeah cause like when the, the, the bridge is cracking in the back and forth it's, it was really weird yeah. it was really bad that's why you'll see multiple production houses in the uh, like editing houses right in the, that makes sense in the credits yeah yeah and uh, that's why Suicide Squad was fucked up uh, no, <laughs> that's why come on now <laughs> uh, anyway I give this movie a pretty uh, like a 6.5 it was like okay um, but I did cry twice like a bitch see I enjoyed it because it did what I expected it to do. It made me feel. It made me relive. Like, it exploded like a nostalgia grenade. Yeah, it was a nostalgia face. grenade of, of, of madness. Like when, the, like when she got that dress, and then like the little things flew onto it. Yeah, dude, dude. It. Can I just say it was a weird moment in my life where I had to like first happen. Well, while it was happening, I had to take a step back and be like, "Wow, that just happened." Like I was like, my, uh, the first time I cried was the like, dress, "You mean not the dress?" I had to get out of it though for other reasons. Um, I had to. I was like watching and i was like okay here comes the uh it's beauty and the beast the actual song right uh-huh. and i'm like then they start playing the, the opening chords and i'm like what the fuck is this harpsichord nonsense it sounds <laughs> awful oh my god i'm crying it was that quick i'm like this sounds weird and then just even though i said that and then even by then, paul mccartney yeah 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 the guy who did the thing with kanye right that guy yeah, the original the original song was something like Paul McCartney. What the fuck? <laughs> Have you never noticed that Angela Lansbury looks exactly like Paul McCartney? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Google it right now. They both have Google cheeks. Google it right now. Shut you up. Google it right <laughs> Angela Lansbury. I'm gonna put both their names on Paul McCartney. Just just Google both their names in, in rapid succession, and you'll and you'll be you'll be very swiftly corrected. <laughs> I bet it's even gonna come out in the suggestions. Oh, there's, to be fair, I put Angela Lansbury, Paul McCartney, and then Google put lookalike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's pretty same. weird. That's pretty they weird. the same. Okay. There's a website called totallylookalike.com, by Have the way. Have you never heard of it? Totallylookalike.com? Yeah. No, oh my God, that's creepy. I go to it often <laughs> because I, I dig this kind of shit. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, and then I cried also at the, uh, in the sequence right after I said there was shitty editing, like the death of the beast and the the revival of the beast, and everyone. I was, I was like, oh god! And it was like ten minutes. I'm just like on the edge of tears the whole time. Yeah. But don't watch it unless you're a little girl like me. <laughs> I thought it was okay. I had a nice time in the th- in the theater, and I liked the additions. Like I liked the whole uh, magic book that allowed you to travel. And then you go back to her her past and see her how her mother died and everything. That was an interesting dimension. Also, 
um, the new song they added to Beast. Yeah, Evermore. Evermore. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, did you hear the? Have you heard the Josh Groban version? No, I have not. I can imagine it's better. Yeah, on Spotify you can listen to that. You can also listen to the outtakes. Um, not the outtakes. The the demo Beautiful. tracks performed by Alan Menken. Ooh. It's really good. It's really interesting. I want to hear the demo tracks by Emma Watson. I don't think that's not on there. See, that's the thing. You, I, I I was so heavily suspecting it because like I was YouTubing. I went on a YouTube kind of spiral on Beauty and the Beast after watching. It, it, happens. it happens. And I kept looking for Emma Watson singing live. Emma Watson singing live. Beauty and the Beast. Emma Watson singing. And I couldn't find any. It was all just like the soundtrack. But then if you look at anyone else in the cast, Josh Gad, Luke Evans, they are singing out there and promoting the show. Huh. Like they're doing live sing-alongs. Did you watch the one with uh, James Menken? Corden? Oh, no. The, oh, the, 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 the crosswalk. The crosswalk yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the one with Alan Menken? I love Alan Menken, by the way. He's my homeboy. Uh, it, was one of the, it was one of the BBC shows. So good. But the three of them just did like a sing-along. That's cool. To uh, guest on. I will check that out. No. What do you think of the gay stuff? Oh, yeah, the gay stuff. Okay, so um, there's a big controversy. I don't know if it's still banned, but I believe Malaysia banned it. Yeah. Um, Singapore, I don't think they... No, they didn't edit PG-13? it. PG-13? No, it's I'm, PG. I have no idea. PG. But um, they didn't edit it. But uh, there were gay scenes, sort of. I say gay very liberally. Yeah, there was no men no man f- There was no, fucking. yeah, there was no butt fucking. Um, yeah. But there was... Suggested, suggested homosexuality in the movie mm-hmm. um, and because of this Malaysia banned the movie because it was G-rated it's like, I don't I don't believe it's because of um, um, the fact that there's gay stuff in there I think it's because it's in a family movie well why didn't they just give it a higher rating I'm not Beauty sure. and the Beast coming to the new I believe it was like a weird political thing where like it was a family movie yeah and they wanted it to be watched by families, but they wanted Disney to take out these two scenes because Disney confirmed that LeFou was a gay character. Yep. And I think it was that confirmation that did it because if they didn't say anything, I believe no one would have really cared or noticed. Right. Um, but Disney confirmed it. Malaysia was like, take out these two scenes. No. Disney was like, nah, man. Um, then they banned it. Um, that you're not going to get our money. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But to those that haven't seen it or to those that need a refresher, basically there were three scenes in total. The first scene was um, during um, uh, the No One Fights, like Gaston, that song. There's a part where... I thought it even started earlier. As soon as LeFou and Gaston were were like introduced... But those were subtle. LeFou was eye-fucking the shit out of yeah, Gaston. But th- those were subtle. The, the the most obvious one was at the end of uh, the Gaston song. Uh, there's a choreo where like Josh Gad holds... Luke, uh, I mean, LeFou holds... Gaston very closely and yeah. he was like oh too much too much yeah so that yes. was suggest- that was very suggestive because he held him very very like yeah on um, his dick held onto his dick it was it was a very em- Gaston loving cock. embrace yeah okay second scene was when two three men were fighting a closet <laughs> appropriate appropriately (laughs) as three men are fighting a closet the closet just starts doing some crazy magic shit on them and turns all all these three hooligans and and puts them in dresses and makeup two of which freak out and go like ah they run away and then one of them they're homophobes in other words yeah and one of them uh, looks at the closet and goes like thank you thank you very much and then because he liked his new look and everything yeah so you know yeah I'm sure there's some closet metaphor there um and um, the third scene was later at the finale. When everyone's human again, yeah. yeah. LeFou and this uh, ma- uh, hooligan the- that got cross-dressed and liked it, they are dancing together. Yeah. These two characters that have no relationship with each other prior to the scene were dancing together because, you know, you unite the yep. two characters together. With discernible boners. <laughs> you could see it through the pants, <laughs> just like that priest in Little Mermaid. <laughs> but yeah, those are the only three scenes. 
I wouldn't have noticed it if I wasn't looking for them. I was looking for them hard. I was like, where are the gay scenes at? Because I was like, yeah. wondering, what did Malaysia want to cut out so bad? And what do all these other uh, other countries want to cut out so bad? I'm not sure if China cut it out. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, that was... It was a real nothing thing. It was a real nothing thing. It, it just felt... Strange. I think what angered them, honestly, is how nothing it was. Mm, yeah I believe if Disney didn't admit it if it, Disney just didn't say anything plus about the gayness, both the gay guys survived if they had died <laughs> we should, we'd be like that's what gayness gives you death I believe if Disney didn't say anything it would have just went completely under the radar but hmm. it was because Disney confirmed it and then when they looked for it they realized that these scenes were very casual and very like mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. wasn't made a big deal out of it again this is like we have no confirmation or quotes on this but that's your the feeling you get that's the feeling I get yeah the feeling because we live in an era of fake news, Nathan. So I would make sure we're not misleading. Yeah, yeah. The the feeling that listeners. I get, I believe that because those scenes were done so casually and they weren't made a big deal out of, yeah. like the characters were like, "Oh my god, oh my like, god, base your shot." I got, and there wasn't like a huge like flamboyant thing about it. It was very casual, very very much like just a character trait. Yeah, and I think that. Freaked them out. But no, that might have angered them a bit more because it was like, why are you treating this so casually? If you're going to put a gay person in there, put him in a dress. <laughs> and, and <laughs> I mean, they did. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You know, they want it to be um, more Pee Wee Harmony, I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. The real kind of like. Pee Wee Harmony gay? Actually, I can believe that. No, but he, he, he acts it. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. That's cool. Uh, is that what we've been up to? That's what we've been up to. Uh, you know what movie I really want to talk about but can't because Nathan's a shithead and haven't watched it yet? Is the movie Get, Get Out! Out of here. Get Out! Get Out of the Chapel! No, get um, Out of here! We need to get out of here! Great movie directed by the great uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Who I had no idea was married to Chelsea Black. Peretti. Oh. Chelsea Peretti. Jim Black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, really? For I how long? Know. They have a baby. She's oh, my God. pregnant. I had no idea. That baby's going to be a quarter black only. Is Jordan, like, half jo- white? Bo- Dude, Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele are both half white. Oh. Uh... But they're so black. <laughs> That's correct. No, I didn't know that. I had no idea. I, I, they keep it extremely under the radar. Oh. Yeah, but shame. Like, shame from society. <laughs> <laughs> a white woman dating a black man. No, for like, shame. Like, Chelsea Peretti, I think she, she didn't really announce that she was pregnant until, like, very, very, until it was, like, a obvious bollocks right. just posted on Instagram saying like so okay do you believe that women I don't believe but have you heard the idea uh, or like a girl being pregnant but not knowing she's pregnant until she's like gives birth I that's a thing apparently see I don't know the process of being pregnant intimately enough to know that it might not be a change in their routine well here's the thing is that one of the main things about being pregnant is that your your period stops but apparently but girls pure, are lot, irregular right? enough yeah, but it's not your. But you're not puking up your vaginal lining, Nathan. But I feel like that's the bigger change because people Morning miss sickness. their period. Yeah, because people miss their periods fairly often. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> but um, I feel like the morning sickness bit would be like the first sign. Yeah, right? I don't know. And apparently, like so, you know, sometimes even I mean, they say I'm like I still don't believe, but even at like six, seven, eight, nine months pregnant, you don't see the big bulge. Yeah, I just, I just always Apparently assume. Thing. I just always assume that this happens. That they get the morning sickness and they're like, "Oh, why am I puking? I'm probably sick. Let's go to the doctor. Doctor asks them the relevant questions. Bam! I find out I'm pregnant. I think it's more according, to, at least according to TV shows. It's like, oh, I have another period, and then I go get tested. Uh, I don't know. I haven't had a baby. Uh, but ye- ye- I don't know why we're talking about this, but that's crazy. <laughs> why? What are we talking about? Chelsea Brady, Mary Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Peele. Get get out. Go watch Get Out. Uh, Nathan will- <laughs> 
I'm gonna try to convince Nathan to watch it before he leaves theater. That's good, man. That's, you went all the yeah, way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea where we started. Beauty and the Beast was this, and then we were on Instagram Live. Okay, good. Cool. Dude, Nathan, we have so many listener emails and twits and Instagrams. And actual physical presence. Yes, let's do that. Mm. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask, because we read your shit. Alrighty, okay, I want to start with the presents, because this... What is this? We, I've had... We've, okay, the both of us have had presents in front of us for the last, like, what? Couple three, weeks. Four Couple weeks, weeks now. And um, we haven't been able to open them. We did post a picture of them on Instagram, though. If you check our Instagram feed, it should be pretty recent. It's a... It's the two wrapped presents with our names on them and our faces imposed onto Donald Trump's. This is pretty, pretty good photoshopping. A very yeah, the hard decent p- photoshop. The hard part is the ear. And the ear's good. I have, a, I have a very high forehead. I don't know if I like that, but, you know, I'm, I feel like high forehead versus the fact that I'm Trump. It's quite something. I, I, yeah. My face matches my body <laughs> gesture, which is cool. That's good. That's good. Anyway, um, they're from, from uh, Adbury Bryant. BB. Thank you very, very much, BB. Um, and I'm very curious to see what's in here. Any guesses? So uh, shirt. Check right. out the look at the photo on Instagram. You can you can you can experience this unboxing of us visually. So I'm guessing t-shirts. Yeah. Judging by the 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 softness and the size of this. I'm busting into it. I can't wait anymore. Hold it, t-shirt. ASMR, where you at? Oh my! Oh my God, Nathan! Oh my God! What? No, what? Dude. What is happening? Wait. Oh! The. Fuck? He gave us custom shirts. The fuck! Wow! This is. That is the. This is the greatest, dude. Barry Bryant, dude. You're what? making me cry. This is. A... Okay, I'm sorry we're not being very. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're being awful. Um, we uh, have two. Um, uh, three custom... three quarter raglan tees. Custom right, t-shirt, baseball tees. With, um, on the front it says "Thanks for the hang." It says, my, and, and on says, the back it says "At Good, at hang, good podcast. hang Podcast." And they're both in different designs. Yeah, mine, Nathan's got Superman. Mine's in a Superman design, and John's Star in, Wars. It's got BB-8 on it. And oh, and there's a second one. I didn't even see this one. What? I got underpants. Nathan got Unicorn underpants, and I got a hoodie. This is actually. I would actually probably wear this. Thing. A beanie. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Wait, this is actually. Amazing. Here's the thing, though. He definitely got me the right, right size shirt, but this is a medium beanie, and I have a gigantic melon. I'm gonna try it on. Thank you very much, Barry Brandon. Barry uh, we'll Brian, you are too it. sweet. We'll post a picture of it on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be more like Barry Brian when you grow up, guys. <laughs> Send us gifts, dude. And also, Barry, sorry for making you wait for so long, but this is so good. Oh man, you got Unical Arism boxer briefs. These are so good. They're large, though. I don't know if they'll fit me. Probably not. I'm large. I wear M. <laughs> anyway, um. Dude, how how has this been sitting in in our in my house? I think we were turned off by the Trump picture. I well, think like, we're just like oh. <laughs> no, we just kept ha- we had we kept having to have other episodes to record, and we never got to fan stuff. But thank you very much, Brian. This is cool. I I'm would actually wear this. this. I would wear this. It's very punk rock. I'm going to wear this. It's very punk rock. Yeah, because also because all the stuff I wear on my bot- on my like my my shirts and my shorts are so blank. So this is good to have a little bit of. Something going on in my head. It's very Avril Lavigne. We're going to take a photo later and post that. Thank you so much. BB, you're the yeah. best. Everyone be more like Barry Bryant. <laughs> All right, let's get to some uh, fan stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, really quickly, I have some emails that have been freaking piling up that I haven't read mm-hmm. in so long. Uh, really quick ones. This one is from Jeremy Romero. 
He says, uh, super duper fan. Hey guys, just call me Wang Zong Du. What? <laughs> Wang Dong Zhu. There's it's Chinese names too. Do you see that? Wang Wang Dongxi. Okay, here's what's confusing me, and not to give too much away. In our in our email thing, in our in our contact us page on our website, we have like you put your name, you put your email address, and you put your message. There are three different names on this thing, Nathan. In the name, it says Jeremy. In the email, it has like a weird, uh, not a weird, excuse me, not weird, a Chinese name at gmail.com. And then there's the Wang Dong Zhu thing. Anyway, <laughs> these three people are listening to. <laughs> that is terribly confusing. Yeah. There's actually three names in there. All right, I'm going to read the message. Though. Maybe it's from like a group of people. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, hey guys, just call me Wang Dong Zhu from the Philippines. <laughs> or Jeremy Romero. <laughs> whatever, or whatever. Uh, I'm listening to your podcast now uh, since I've been fucked up these days due to work sorry to hear that uh being a call Maybe because you have three names so your boss never knows what to call you actually this kind of makes sense being a call center agent is stressful as we serve north american clients and you need different personalities and approaches and not only that i speak to customers in english spanish and portuguese occasionally are you serious does he have three personas yeah i'm thinking wang dong zoo is the portuguese one (laughs) Jeremy jeremy romero is by far the spanish one and his super Chinese email name is his English one. That sounds Korean, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's crazy. Does he actually have three like personas? I don't like, know. He's like a, Something he's to think like about a superhero. Yeah. Message, message back to us. Um, hopefully, good version of Split. Uh, looking forward for more podcasts from you guys and having a great time there. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jeremy. It's so good. it's always good to hear from friends. Like, guys, if you just want to drop us a message, that is always very cool. Um, Please right. have just one name, though. <laughs> That was very confusing to my brain. If you want to make it simple. Um, every once in a while, Nathan, I will put up a thing on Twitter and Instagram asking people to give us stuff to talk about. And here's some random things I'm going to choose from. Cause it, what did you ask? There was all just like, what do you guys want us to, I want to do, I said, I want to do an episode with where we read a lot of your shit. So just send oh, us a bunch of shit. Um, let's see here. Favorite. Oh, look at this. Uh, t- uh, Tanya Tammy. Old time, uh, old time friend, long time listener. She asks, favorite Dave- Disney movies and best show to binge currently. Kind of talked about that already a little bit. Yeah. Um, favorite Disney movie. We'll do it lightning round style. <coughs> lightning round style. What? L- lightning round style. Faster. There's just one. Yeah, I know. But um, I mean, I'm going to add. I'm going to ask more though. Oh, okay. Um, la 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 la. Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to go with Disney and the Beast '91 version. Disney and the Beast. Disney. And the Beast. <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, Beauty and the Beast 91 edition. Best show to binge on currently. For sure, Survivor. Uh, Just start with... Modern Family. Really? I've been booking... uh, Like, what'd you call it? I've been like... Stockpiling. I'm stockpiling. I haven't seen the entire of this season. Um, I just started like two nights ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened, but it feels like a very different show. Yeah, they've all gotten older. No, no, no. no, They're accepting their... Just in terms of like how they're doing it it's cut differently huh. it's edited it differently like it it's it's not working for me for some reason not in this latest season yeah but it, I, i'm still watching it i don't know if I'm i've stopped by so much as i've kind of fallen out of interest of watching it week to week they're all also yeah they're all very old like lily like yeah. a deeper voice now. yeah she's like a like, tiny little hard dads <laughs> uh i'm gonna keep saying love sick on netflix go watch it not everyone has yet and they should that's not love right there's they're both good but i like okay. love sick better okay. um abstract Oh, have you watched it yet? Okay, when I saw Abstract, I was like, "Wait, this looks like my jam." Yep, it and is I, your jam I for sure. On it, and it was very much. 
it was my jams, jellies, and preservatives. It was everything. <laughs> like, because I'm very much into design and like um, the creation of things. Uh-huh. And this show, abstract, it covers things like illustration, architecture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fa- photography, photography. Uh, sneaker design, sneaker car design. design. Yeah, dude. Interior. It's very good. The architecture one's very good. Actually, they're all very good. I love the illustration one. The illustration one's great. I follow him now on Instagram. It's so good. I was very into that. It's it's. Oh, so you have watched it? I'm sorry, I missed it. Yeah, Um, not all of it yet, though. Um, If you are into design at all, if you're just if you just like art, yeah, watch the show because it's also a very aesthetically pleasing show. The way it's cut and the way that they yeah, it's well designed. Yeah, Uh, I think if you even if you're if you into design or don't know what design is. I think it would be worth watching. Mm-hmm. So those are recommendations right now. Yes. Uh, what else is on TV though that's worth watching? My butts. Watch Nathan's butt on TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, season two of Half Worlds. <laughs> that's not out yet. Oh, it's out. It's done. Oh, season two of Half Worlds then. It's it's all out there. I oh, haven't seen any of it. Cheryl really wants you guys to watch fucking the faculty. The faculty. <laughs> Uh, here's a quick one. Yvonne asks, how much preparation goes into a good hang podcast episode? (laughs) 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 That's the best Uh, one so far. (laughs) That's funny. I mean, okay. uh, Just a little bit peek behind the curtain. Um, it usually it's usually me who comes up with the, with like the new stuff to talk about. So all throughout the week, I'm just reading news. I'm like, oh, that's what you're talking about. I'll save it. I'll save it. I do that. We do the games. Well, there is a little bit of prep. It's very it's not, light prep because of the news. We yeah, just tend to store whatever we see. Exactly. The week, but that's it. We don't really think about what to talk about until we bring it up in in, in conversation. Um, oh man, there's so many good messages. Sorry, keep going. Yes. And then in terms of the yeah, the the most prep heavy thing is probably the game. Yeah. That's why we don't have one today. <laughs> yeah. Not yet, at least. Um, I'm thinking of one right now. I think we can make it work. We can make it work. Uh, I want to save a couple of these. These are really good, and I love having stuff to talk about. So again, once you guys, once again, guys, tweet at us, Instagram us, whatever you want. If you want us to talk about something, just if you have questions or just want us to check something out, please do that on all our, you know, media forms. Mm. Last one then from this little thread here from Twitter, um, or maybe two more actually. Two more actually because these are fun. Here's a quick one. Uh, Bellerin at KBX asks, how many times on average do you poop every week? Oh, I six, seven. I don't know. Actually, I've never counted. Really, six or I'm seven? pretty clockworky. Like I feel like if pooping was like a sign of like being pregnant or not i'd be like i'd be like oh shit i'm fucking pregnant oh, i would know right away yeah i, I used to I, be I, one, I used to be once every morning now i'm once every morning sometimes at in the afternoon or at night i i live by the um the louis ck philosophy of shit where Which everyone is. is an emergency <laughs> <laughs> like you're fine you're fine you're fine i'm, fine, I'm, fine, I'm good i'm good oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's never planned i i guess um, so I, it's, it's a very erratic schedule. No, I, I actually my like that. My anus kind of does whatever, my anus just does whatever it wants. When it's ready to go, it's ready yeah. to go. Uh, no, I just, I like the idea of like, I have a morning ritual, I wake up, poop, take a shower, go to work, it's good. Yeah. Uh, last one, last one, last one. But like, sometimes you just don't feel like pooping. And sometimes you don't. Uh, this one we can talk about a little bit. At Ling06, which of course means she is 11 years old, asks, is oh the customer goodness. always right? Is she actually Assuming she had a birthday already this year. She could be 10 years old. Oh, that's, I feel guilty now for all the bad things I've said. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I was not listening to the question. What do you say? Um, is the customer always right? Um, I mean, if you just live by the philosophy of don't be a dick, then yes. 
<laughs> but on whose you know, part? Uh, just in general, you know, if both sides aren't dicks, then the customer is always right. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if say for example, it's just like, oh, like there's uh, the you gave me the wrong order, but both people are nice and sensible about it, then yeah, the customer is always right. Then you, whatever. But if one side's being a dick, you know, if the customer's being extremely like, there was a soy sauce stain on my napkin. Or something like that, and then she, she, he he asked for like a free meal because of that. Yeah, that's when one side's being a dick and the customer's not always right. Then I, I'm, t- uh, or if the waiter's being combative, it could be that I'm from the states, but I very heavily lean to the fact that the customer's always right, and here's why. Um, there's something to be said about like I want, like even from a purely monetary per- reason, I think it's better just be like, you're f- yeah, fine, give I'll give you free water. And I do everything to make your meal or your experience at my store as best as, po- as best possible because mm-hmm. it means you'll come back. Like, okay. for example, right, there's this bar I went to. Um, they make amazing – it's their whiskey bar. They make amazing bespoke po- cocktails. If you guys if you guys are into that sort of stuff, it's called Maison du Whiskey in Robertson Walk. Go frequent them. Tell Joe. Tell Sam. Tell uh, Lucas. Tell Kai. I sit, John says hi. Maison du Whiskey. Oh. We and like we were hanging there. I I was there with a friend and we had a great time. Um, we left, got some uh, risotto balls from fucking wine connection called Arancina, Arancini. Arancini. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and brought some back for the guys there. And they Arancini's peppers. I don't know now. Now I'm confused. Arancinata. We'll look it up. Yeah. Anyway, we'll look it up. Uh, And they gave me free drinks. Like they gave me two or three free cocktails. I'm like, shit, you guys are awesome. And then the next time I'm in the area, I bring like a bunch of people there. They all buy like super expensive whiskey. Nice. Like, and it's also just it's just nice. Jameson crap. I I will remember good service, and I will go back and frequent your store specifically because you had good service. And it's just better for everyone all around. There are people who take advantage of that and are dicks, Uh but for the most part. I'm a cool person. If you're cool with me, I'll be extra cool with you. So it's, it's like um, South Park had this episode. It was like a parody on uh, Yelp mm-hmm. and how like everyone just became a food reviewer and uh-huh. made all the restaurants kind of go on edge. It's like Black Mirror, man. I forgot where they took it, but it became like extremely violent at some point. That's but, crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I guess the customer's always right, I guess. Yeah. I think so. It's, it is the better way to go. Yeah. Just just, I, just, don't be a dick. Again, because, okay, I hear a lot of stories because my mom is in HR and restaurant mm-hmm, company, mm-hmm. so she gets all the complaints. Right. And oftentimes you get complaints that you just want to... I, I, Slap the person? Pretty much. Like, yeah. so show me the email and say, like, how should I respond to this? And I just want to reply, go shoot yourself in the face and fuck yourself after. Um, you said it to your mom? <laughs> no. like, mom, I'm busy mom go shoot yourself in the face and fuck yourself afterwards I'm trying to play Overwatch no, here like, sometimes you just look see, Diva's like... Diva's an okay pick okay <laughs> she's an okay pick we don't need a Reinhardt we need a Diva <laughs> uh, guilty anyway um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry but it's been weighing heavily on my mind <laughs> just kidding I don't know how to play Reinhardt just kidding can't expect me to play a character I don't know how to play. Anyway, um, I forgot where I was. Anyway, you yeah, were telling your mom to fuck herself no, and no, shoot no, herself no, no. and all those things. I want to reply to these emails that yeah. were complaining in because you see the dumbest, dumbest shit. Like it'll oh, be things yeah. like, "Oh, you guys ran out of Sri Lankan crab. I came here specifically for Sri Lankan crab, and you didn't have it. I want a free meal." That's you know, a and, bit dodge. Yeah, and then they'll be like, oh, "No, okay, well, sorry, you didn't. We didn't have what you wanted. We'll offer you a free dessert and um, that should happen. A round of drinks. That should happen on the spot." It did happen on the spot. There you go. Yeah. 
It did happen. It did, they, they offered them a round of free drinks, whatever you want, around the table. That's that's good well service already. Because exactly. stuff Cause, runs out, stuff yeah. runs out. Like, what the my, fuck? Exactly. The people at the store, they know how to take care of difficult customers, mm. but then they'll still write in and say, yeah. I didn't have what I want. I want my refund or something like that. Or like, I want a free meal or I want like a discount or whatever. And Can you just be like, no? <laughs> like, Usually the response is like, or apologies, you know, for your bad experience. You know, like, um, we understood that our, our uh, staff did offer you blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's tough to reconcile these things. A lot of the times, you just kind of got to bite your lip and say, okay. Yeah, you know, as much as I, I think the customer's always right, I never ask for free stuff. I'm like, the most I'll be like, is like, what can you do for me? It, it just becomes you know I mean? this I feel like, like I feel like it can be taken to an extent where it feels almost like threatening because we live yeah. in a social media age where like if someone is yep. not happy with you, they can immediately leave a review on it's Facebook like Black or Google <laughs> or Yelp or whatever and just say like, it affects business big time. Nonsense. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's like it's like uh, nosedive. Yeah. In Black Mirror, um, Jessica Chastain. Your mom is. No, the other one. Discount Jessica Chastain. Bryce Dallas Howard? Howard. Your mom is Bryce Dallas Howard. (laughs) My mom is Bryce Dallas Howard. You're Um, her best friend who tells her... You're, you're, what's her name? Uh, The blonde chick from Star Trek who tells her to go fuck herself. Oh, Alice Eve. Yes. Oh, she's gorgeous. To tell her to go fuck herself and... I don't even know where we are at right now. Shoot yourself. Were we reading the, a question? Shoot yourself in the head and fuck yourself. What yeah, we, we were reading. Is the customer always right? It was oh, a yeah. hypothetical. Okay, so there you go. That's, That's your, it. There's your answer, Alice Eve. Um, what's the next one? I think. I think it's time to say thank you guys for all the messages. <laughs> Again, if you want to get in touch with us, tweet at us, email us, visit us at our website. All that good stuff. All the links are there in the show notes. I think it's time to talk about some. Oh, do you want to try that game that you were talking about? Yes, let's try let's a game. Try. You know how Nathan's off the cuff games always come off well. Let's do it. Oh, right. So this today's game is going to be slightly more um, interesting. So we're not going to be playing a formal... Uh, not trivia, not a Rotten Tomatoes not game. Not trivia, not Rotten Tomatoes game. Instead, what we're going to do is something called speech jamming. Oh, and wow. It's just going to be funny to watch. I mean, listen to. So what speech jamming is, is once I turn something on in our headphones, because right now we're wearing headphones and listening back to our voice, right? Yeah. Once I turn this speech jamming thing on, it will delay our voice by a second and we will listen back to what we say a second late. And okay. apparently what happens when you do this is that you your speech gets jammed. Your brain cannot process what's going on yeah. and you end up speaking gibberish. So... So are we going to try to just continue talking or do we do just, a, yeah, just a pre-recorded try, try, monologue? No, 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 no. Just try continue talking. Okay. And listen back to yourself as it's delayed. And what the listeners will hear is it's you just us. trying to cope with it. Okay, so they're not going to be able to hear the speech jamming thing, the delayed thing. Only you and I are going to be able to hear it. I got it. Okay. But they will hear the effects of it. Okay. Understood? All right, let's try okay, it. Just give me a quick second here to adjust. Yeah, set it up, set it up. And we're back. Um, I've uh, messed around and tinkered with it. And we have a speech jammer set up within our recording interface. Speech jammer. So, Nathan, you have your cans on. Yes, I have my cans on, but the delay is currently switched off. I'm going to give oh, okay. John... Yeah. John, um, my cans on too, then. can you hear yourself? I can hear myself. Okay. So right now, because we're professional, we listen with, with headphones so you yes. can hear us. So right now, they're set to normal mode. Uh, normal mode. I we're s- getting our... There's I no hear speech being what, I s- what I'm saying at the exact same time. All right. So now John is going to experience this with his headphones on. I'm going to take mine off. Okay. So I can just watch him fuck up. Okay. And then what should I talk to you about? We'll just try to carry like an as normal a conversation as possible. Okay. So I don't know if I'll, you guys I'll, understand what's going on here, but it'll become apparent soon. Will it? Okay, right. I'll tell you what I did today then. Speech, okay, then. Speech jammer on. So the current delay is at 0.6 seconds. Okay. It gets harder as you go higher up. So basically what you're saying is that as I talk, I'm going to hear what I just said 6.6 6 seconds later. Yes. All right, let's try this thing. All righty, and we're speech jamming on right now. 
Okay, so earlier today, my brother. <laughs> oh, this is hard. What did you do with your brother? This is really hard. Come on. Okay, okay. So my brother and sister in town for the Coldplay concert. <laughs> so today I <laughs> This is fucked up. So uh, we went to Matza at Marina Bay Sands and we ordered pizza. <laughs> what kind of pizza? We got four different kinds uh-huh. of pizza. What was on it? What was on the first one? Okay. Let's see ingredients one by one. Easy. One was burrata. Okay. So it had ripe tomatoes, burrata, and I think oregano. (laughs) Then we had a margarita pizza, which, you know, the canned tomatoes Uh and the mozzarella with some basil. Uh And then we had one with all the meats. Yeah. What kind of meats? There was homemade fennel sausage, bacon. What is fennel sausage? Fennel sausage is a pork sausage made with Did they put fennel? fennel. Did they put fennel inside? Stop trying to fuck me up. And speech jamming off. Oh, yeah, that was pretty weird. <laughs> I, I feel like I was starting to get used to it, but it, certainly at first it's like... It, it's actually crazier if I... There's an extreme mode of this yeah. where I turn on the speech jammer and I toggle the delay. So I constantly change the time on, of the that So it's never regular and it will screw your speech up indefinitely. Yeah, it was weird. It was also very amusing. I just found it so funny to be like... Wow. I, I, are you ready to try the extreme mode? Let's the try the extreme mode. mode. All right. So I want you to uh, um, describe the movie Get Out with as little spoilers as possible. Okay. So this is a thinker. Okay. Speech jamming on. All right. Get Out was a movie that came out in 2017, just a couple weeks ago, starring the black guy from Black Mirror. That should be his on his resume. Uh, he was played the boyfriend of a white girl played by Marnie from Girls and they were in a relationship (laughs) and she has she asks the black guy from Black Mirror to come meet her parents back in the city back from the city in the (laughs) black from the city (laughs) (laughs) okay it's all oh black in the habit oh how hard was that it's pretty hard It's hard because you can do it where like you can talk and then wait for almost as if you're talking to yourself. Like yeah. you can say something and wait for yourself and then continue talking, but that's cheating. You just have to keep talking. It's really hard. But also, as you change the delay, that pattern constantly shifts. Yeah. Okay, Nathan, it's your turn. Is it my turn? Yeah. All right, I so. want you to sing me a song. <laughs> that's a good one. All right. <laughs> All right. So John is going to challenge me to sing a song. Yeah. What song? On oh, while I'm being speech jammed, um, my pitch might be really fucked up. Well, I think obviously. You have to sing your version. Oh, and then obviously, I think you have to sing your version of Beauty and the Beast. Okay, okay. let's try it. Okay, um, I'm going to spe- be away from the microphone. All right, speech jamming turned on. On now. Wait, start singing, they'll turn it on. Okay. Tale as old as time, true as it can be. Barely even friends, there's somebody bent. Unexpected what's happening <laughs> Um just a little change small to say the least Both a little scared and the one prepared be the one prepared Beauty and the beast okay, pause, pause. That's pretty good that's pretty good, but you know what I realized, and we're experimenting here, is that if you have long phrases, it's way easier. It's a lot easier. Give me, give me a challenge. So I think you got to do Shape of You. Do you uh, know the lyrics well enough yet? 
No, I'll look it up. The Give club me a is not the best place to find a lover. How about, uh, what do I know? That's pretty quick, right? Have you, have you learned that yet? Sort of. Yeah, that's pretty quick. Okay. This one might <laughs> be a challenge. All right, ready? Okay. Um, I think don't shift it so much. Like, keep it at one spot for at least, like, five to six seconds. It makes it harder. So it makes it, makes it harder. It harder. Okay. Also, it won't screw the audio up so much. Okay. Okay, ready? What do I know by Ed Sheeran while I'm being speech jammed? Such a jammed? great song. All right, so without it, starting, okay. go. Ain't got no soapbox I can stand upon, but God gave me a stage, a guitar, and a song. My daddy told me, son, don't you get involved in politics, religion. Politics, religion, other people's core. Uh, I'll paint a picture. I'll paint a picture. Let me set the scene. I know, and I have children that they will know what it means. And I pass on these things my family's given me. Just love and understanding, positivity. We could change the whole world with a piano, add a bass, some guitar, grab a beat, and away we go. I'm just just a boy with a one-man show No university, no degree But Lord knows everybody's talking about Expanding to grow And the stocks marching, crashing in their portfolios While I'll be sitting there with a lover With a song I wrote Saying love can change the world in a moment But what do I know? Love can change the world in a moment but what do I know? Holy God, that was... <laughs> you turned it off at the end there, but Jesus, that was difficult. I turned it off in the end so, you, so people could hear what it sounds like normally. Dude, that was... <laughs> is this what it feels like to be you, John? Yeah, this is what it's like, dude. This is what it's like. I'm not as rhythmically challenged, though. If anything, rhythm, rhythm is my okay part of my... No, see, like, the tough part about that is I was... I was... Okay, I, w- I know it... Probably sounded like I was doing a funny voice. And see how I'm trying yeah. to get my speech back? It probably sounded like I was trying to do a conscious funny voice, but yeah. I assure you Tell guys. Us about that. Stop, stop, <laughs> don't speech jam it. Turn it off. Turn off the speaker. Okay, so I was genuinely trying to do a proper like voice, but because I couldn't ever find my pitch, I thought I had it, but then I kept losing it, and then I tried to snap and I was losing the timing. And Nathan, it was like in a weird panic death spiral of things. <laughs> I'm gonna listen back to that. That was. But it was funny that as soon difficult. as I turned it off, it was just like, love can turn the world in a moment. But what do I know? Because I'm monitoring. Monitoring is important. Yeah, um, so you, you guys know what it's like now if you don't have proper monitors. Like, that. that's what Mariah Carey was like <laughs> at New Year's Eve, man. Holy shit, that's crazy. That's Game crazy. time. That's crazy. I want to go back to my microphone. <laughs> wow, that was. Cr- how did you hear about that thing? Like, how did you find out about that? I believe there's like a. It's like a toy that exists. Like you oh. can. Like it's like a headset that you wear and you speak into. Oh, I see. And it jams your voice like automatically. And you yeah. Adjust it. It's yeah, because and I, I figured you said that. Oh, you can do it on the computer. I thought you were going to get like an app of some kind. But you just tinker around there with the delays. Yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. That's 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 that was something. <sighs> my brain is like, I can't even speak properly right now. Yeah, Nathan, um, like, he, like, saw the void, man. Like, this is what it's going to be like if I, st- <laughs> if I lost my singing powers. Who would I be? What would I do? You know what I'm terrified about? Like, just that light dusting of the speech jamming. I feel like if you tried doing that for, like, a full, for, like, a half a day, maybe, you might come out a bit of a stutter. I feel like you'd, you'd be... You get used to it after like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, but if, if, if it constantly shifted, they're like just. Oh yeah. 
I kind of understand stuttering right now because it took me a while to kind of gain my feet back in, in speaking properly. Yeah. We should try that with more of your singer. I think the singing version is the fun one. <laughs> the fun version. So we'll get Charlie Lynn to try to do knots. So, he understands. You want to go back. That's what's going to be like, you guys. That's a preview. Is that how I sounded? Uh, something like that. Oh, gosh. All right. I'll listen back to it. Okay, so um, let's get into a bit of news, shall so we? So many fun news stories to talk about. Let's do it. One, two, three, four. World news, interviews, while on terror, puppy shoes, television, movie sports, racist rants, tiny horse. So many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? Uh, I th- you want to get into some Trumpiness stuff, which a little bit. maybe a little bit. There's some definitely some stuff, guys. Um, I will give you a hint right now, or not a hint, but like if you, this Trump stuff interests you and you want to stay informed, which I think you should, um, you can start very simply by watching Closer Look with Seth Meyers, um, Philip De- Philip DeFranco Good every news. day with his news is really really good and keeps it easy digestible and. Um, uh, I, if you're even if, if you're even more hardcore and really really left leaning, check out Bill Maher on HBO. You get really informed. Yeah, Bill Maher's I, okay. Like I like Bill Maher. He's super lefty though. Even for yeah. me, he's like way too lefty. I think it's because he always gets people from like the way right to come in, and then it reinforces his views in a very negative way. Because I, th- I, I think he's very level headed. At the same time, he gets a lot of lefties, and so it becomes a lot of like preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah th- I think that's the thing. Like I, I feel as a person himself, he's quite on the level. Mm. It's just a, it's the situations he puts himself in. He keeps having to prove himself, or keep ha- keeps having to prove the other person wrong. Yeah, and it brings up all this weird stuff that yeah. I don't know if I agree with. No, no, eh. I don't know. But yeah, uh, but I want to start this out on a, like a lighter note. Um, this is one of the favorite headlines I've ever read, Nathan. This is from The Telegraph. Okay. It says, Footballer accidentally thanks his wife and girlfriend in incredible Man of the Match speech. Oh, my. Uh, there's a video of this on YouTube, as YouTube is wont to have. I haven't seen it yet. I was waiting to watch it with Nathan, so let's have a quick listen here. His name is Muhammad Anas. Uh, Anas Muhammad, yeah. From Ghana. Let's see here. I mean, all you can do is pray for the guy, you know? I mean, what's going to happen? 
Uh, the, the football is quoted as saying, I'm famous now. People around the world know me referring to the viral nature of his video. And he goes, he says, he's transgender. My family knows that I call my daughter Doing my girlfriend. My family knows I call my daughter my girlfriend. That's more Singaporean. Yeah, that's very Singaporean. Uh, that's what I was talking about. I don't have a girlfriend. Well, I can't do Nigerian anymore, but I can't. I can't Ghanaian. I mean, I've lost my Ghanaian accent. You had a Ghanaian uh, accent. My family knows that I call my daughter my girlfriend. That's what I was talking about. I don't have a girlfriend. He said. My family knows I call my daughter my girlfriend. Uh, yeah. There, yeah. There's a lot more to unpack there. I mean, he could have just said that. That's like saying I call my my girl. I mean, your wife is technically a girlfriend. That's like saying a girlfriend calls her boyfriend her daddy. It's just the reverse of that, isn't it? It's the reverse of that. Yeah, but in a disturbing Ew. way, though. They're both fucking disturbing They're now. Disturbing. If I was fucking a chick, I mean, excuse me, if I was making love to a bitch. Ah, fuck. <laughs> you, you know what I meant. Uh, if, I'm a, if I'm in the in the couple, if I'm having... If I'm, of passion. If I'm within a woman and okay. she calls me daddy, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll be incredibly aroused. I'm not sure yet. It never happened. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like it's a Latina thing. It's like, come on, papi. Oh, Yo, God, daddy. Please, that's what I call my... Spank oh my, my butt, God. daddy. Oh, Jesus. No. There's a weird thing that's become a thing that you call... I'm sorry we your ventured into this territory. Why did you have to break up this story? You didn't have to go there. I thought it would start a nice light note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love... Uh, this you, is what the internet does. It t- promises you lightheartedness and then you go into a rabbit hole of incestuous sin <laughs> this quote is so good nathan he says uh referring to his wife i love her so much she has given me two beautiful children she is fine she knows what kind of man i am so i am not worried <laughs> you sound pretty worried bro <sighs> i'm a wife my girlfriend i mean i mean i mean my wife yeah my wife <laughs> my sorry wife wife, wife didn't he wife. say sorry wife <laughs> so yeah, he, he just apologized to the world in general, <laughs> but he had to watch that. I'm anyway, a oh boy. What's next, uh, it, dude? There's an interesting thing that Elon Musk is trying to do. You know, I love all things Elon Musk. He is const- I think his life is an interesting thing. Indeed, yeah. he's starting a new company, uh, and he's calling it Neuralink. Mm, oh. And his, it's, Are we talking about mind computers? Yep, a venture to merge the human brain with AI. <laughs> this is from TheVerge.com. SpaceX and Tesla CEO Elon Musk is backing a brain-computer interface venture called Neuralink, according to the Wall Street Journal. The company, which is still in its early stages of existence and has no public presence whatsoever, it's in other words, early days, is centered on creating devices that can be implanted in the human brain with the eventual process of helping human beings merge with software, and keep pace with advancements in artificial intelligence. These enhancements can improve memory or allow for more direct interfacing with computing devices. Mm. I was super tempted to turn to Speech Jammer. I know, right? (laughs) When I started stumbling, I'm like, oh, Speech Jammer's on. (laughs) Um, Wow, man. Wow. The possibilities are fucking endless. First of all, Black Mirror. That's a Sanjay Nupera right there. Yeah. Um, but like, imagine, can you imagine like you, there's a way for you to like turn on Google translate and it's like everything you can understand everything. I mean, but, like, like, okay. Uh, they, they have software version of that right now where like you can face the camera at a sign and, and it'll translate yeah, yeah, in that. real time. Yeah. That is mind blowing. Fuck visual, but like audio, like, like you just hear everyone and they're all just speaking English to you. Mm. And, a nice, and like a Siri voice. Yeah. Right? But that was a nice British yeah. accent. I believe real time translation of that speed. Mm-hmm. might take a while or at least like a hardwired LAN connection. What's going to take longer though? That technology or the technology to put it right into my brain? Yeah, it's... 
I feel like by the time this is ready, that's going to be ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, yeah, but I feel like the brain computers isn't that already in like alpha testing in the army? And I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that like that's they, another they, episode of Black Mirror. Oh yeah, like these things are they exist not in the form of like you know um, you can use a computer using just your brain, but more so like they have like. You can link circuitry into the brain and translate it into data and electric signals. I, I, is that really a thing? Yeah, I don't they've know. done that. Exactly. Know. It's like how they control like um, uh, limbs and shit, mm-hmm. like those uh, bi- bionic limbs. Some of them are connected through neural passages, and like the brain can actually control what the hand is doing. So they found a way to translate um, my brain signals into like ones and zeros that could cause a, a bionic. Oh, here you move. go. Uh, hold on. This is later in the article. Uh, this is, I don't know who this is quoting, but he says, We know you put a chip in the brain and release electrical signals that we can, uh, fuck, fucking crazy word, ameliorate? Can, ameliorate. Sympt- ameliorate. I've never heard that. Yeah. Symptoms of Parkinson's. Johnson, who is a doctor, told The Verge in an interview late last year. Johnson also confirmed Musk's involvement with Neuralink. They're working together. Yeah. Uh, quote, this has been done for spinal cord pain, obesity, anorexia, which haven't been done in the reading in, which hasn't been done in the reading and writing of neural code. Basically, they're saying, yeah, they're working on it. Basically, is what they're saying that like basically they they're making it so that electrics, electricity currents in your brain can be that. That's this is crazy. Yeah. It's it's already done in very basic forms, but I'm guessing they're going to take it to the next level where they can turn it to data as well. Yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of terrifying, but also very cool. Um, it's. It's the first step into immortality. Dude, sign me up, man. I don't want to be in the first one, though, because the first one's like always the beta. Yeah, it's always so, fucked yeah, it's up. It's always a bit glitchy. No, but seriously, though, this is like um, an existing theory and like the possibility of immortality. Mm. Because if your brain... San Junipero, bro? Have, I forgot what San Junipero is about. Have you watched all the episodes have, of Black Mirror? It's the one with the two girls and they live on forever in the computer. No, but that's different. What I'm, ta- what I'm talking about is, okay, so we know cloning is a thing. Mm-hmm. We know human cloning is possible. It's just that it's unethical and it hasn't been done. Although we kind of know probably somewhere behind the scenes <coughs> it's already been done. Yeah. Human that's your theory anyway. I'd like to believe that some... Maybe that should be with a script we write. Just some North Korean story of a North Korean scientist cloned. clone. You know they've tried to clone Kim Jong-un at least twice now. Um, but, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. Yes. Uh, cloning is possible. Mm-hmm. They've done it with animals. And man is but an animal. Indeed. Yes. Uh, the most dangerous of animals. And once they figure out this Neuralink thing where they can turn not just brain signals into electric signals, but like actual data. Mm-hmm. You can technically put your entire brain into like a disc. I guess or, that's... I mean, it's not a USB thing or whatever the thing of the... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the eventual like... Yeah. yeah. And you could theoretically download and upload information. Mm-hmm. And if you could have a body that's consistently cloned, or if you want to get or more creative... Or a robot. Or if you want to get more creative with it, like you can have clones in different countries and have instant traveling. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, just you used to up you used to upload your latest uh, thingy. Exactly, upload the latest patch yeah. from Singapore, and then like upload it to Japan, and then the Japan clone version of you downloads it into them. Dude, come on, man, we have to that we have to write that script. That's amazing. Yeah, and then we can like you can immortality you can fight. slash teleportation. Immortality. Don't need it. <laughs> I'm just a machine inside a brain. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, that's crazy. Yeah. Um. This is something I want to talk to you, and this is something I need help with, actually. This is not so much news so much as it's kind of making the the uh, 
waves on social media. Is it one of those yellow dress, gold dress? No, 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 not really. But it does, I think, provide a little bit of uh, discussion to have here. So I I found this from a friend who liked something from, I think this original person who wrote it is Sarah Leon. I think she's a Malaysian actress who's the first person who kind of brought this up. And basically, it's uh, the front page of a test paper taken by a kid somewhere in Malaysia. And Nathan, can you help describe what we're seeing here? Okay, kind of read what it says as well. Okay, so basically they want they have four names: yeah. Devi, Hockley, Kamal, and Steve. Hypothetical people. Hypothetical people. Hypothetical names, and then they are followed by four religious buildings. Drawings of religious buildings. The first one's a church. The second one is a temple. The third one's another kind of temple, and the fourth one's another kind of temple. It's a mosque. Jesus it's Christ. A mosque. I'm sorry. You, you would fail this test. Yeah, I would fail this test badly. But the idea being that you're supposed to put the name of the correct person to the church or the place of worship that they would go to. So you, it's 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 pretty much encouraging racial profiling. Effectively, yeah. And this person got it all wrong. So, okay, so number so one, it, it, the ideal. So, so the correct answers would be: yeah, you would okay, put so Steve, look, the white guy, into the church. Yes. You put Devi, the Indian-sounding name, into the Indian temple. Yes. You take Hock Lee, the Chinese-sounding name, into the Buddhist temple, and you would take um, Kamal, yeah. the most Malay-sounding name or Muslim-sounding name, into the mosque. Yeah. And that is. What are your thoughts on it? Terrifying. <laughs> Pretty fucked up, right? Like, well, okay. First of all. It's okay. It's a problem that is very deeply set, Mm -hmm. you know, like actual racial profiling, religious profiling. I feel like it's something that no one can really shake off. We can ignore it. We can, but we always acknowledge it. We know it exists because we feel it immediately or we have an, we have like an inkling to it. Something like, um, Louis CK's bit again, him on like the casual kind of racism. Mm -hmm. That's not real. It's very, um, malignant racism. Benign? It's benign, I'm sorry. It's the opposite <laughs> thing. It's a very benign kind of racism. Is it though? Yeah. It's a very benign kind of racism where like, if you see someone walk into a store that's of color wearing a hoodie, you'd be like, yeah, that's fine. No problem here. Yeah, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say that's benign, but yeah, that's, it's, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, like, I do know you, what you You're mean, not going to act on it. It's kind of, it's just like you acknowledge it's a thing and then you immediately tell yourself that you're terrible for thinking that. Mm-hmm. But, but the moment that it crossed your mind, it's, it's just so deep set in us. Mm-hmm. But then you see it being asked on a piece of paper on yep. a question that yep, determines yep, yep, your yep, grade. Yep. And then it becomes like, why bring this shit up? Well, here, here's my I... thing, right? Why do they have to be names of people? I think the idea being like, it's about, I mean, okay. I, I, um, it would make more sense if it, is if there it anything was here that's, the religion. That, is there anything here that suggests to you what, how Malaysia. old the people they would be, maybe or the kids would be? Tahuin uh, one. First year. Indican moral. It says first year of moral education. Hmm. I mean, and plus, even from the drawing, you know this is like a test for kids. Like I believe it's... Eight, nine, ten, maybe? Oh, it's okay. So it says 1G. Plus the handwriting is pretty shit. Oh, wait, didn't she say like the age of her daughter? It's here somewhere. There we go. Seven, yeah, primary one. Oh, seven-year-old. Okay. Primary one, yeah. This is a primary one test paper. Wow. First of all, that, that guy or girl writes has very nice handwriting for not primary bad, one. Not bad, not bad. Particularly the Steve. Exactly. That threw me off. The handwriting made me think it was like primary six or something but mm. um so kudos on that but okay it would have made more sense if they put the names of the the, the religion places like the, or like um church temple yeah like how i didn't get it right they could have avoided that yeah i think the idea being like you relate the world around you to the to the bigger world of religion i guess it's pretty messed up though it re- I, I think the best way if you want to teach this stuff and i think there's merit in knowing what certain different religious buildings look like i guess but to be like steve yeah 
the obvious Christian. The white guy belongs in the church, and the Indian belongs in the Indian like temple. Because so she put yeah, so she put Devi in the Catholic Church, Steve in that temple, Kamal, I know Catholic Kamal in the Buddhist, and then like Huck Lee in the the Muslim. If she just put an asterisk next to all of them and just put they can they converted <laughs> religion. She did not do this. And they chose to. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, and she got sixty out of a hundred. Yeah, I it the. Oof. I don't want to think about this because this is something that's already happened and like it's probably been in perpetuity for a very long time and this mm-hmm. is just the first we're seeing of it. So that kind of explains a lot of things to me in a sad way um, because this is the first we're seeing of it but you know for a fact that there have been thousands of kids that have taken exams that are parallel to this kind of school of thought. Yeah. Well, with okay, with always with everything like this, I always like to dive into the comments and see what people have to say. It's curious. Okay. Like some people, like this one person quite sarcastically goes, uh, people nowadays make a huge fuss over everything, don't they? Uh, I think that's it. That's it. That's uh, okay, like, a comment on her I, posting. I, I, I agree that yes, nowadays people get upset about too many things and that word outrage is thrown away, thrown way too liberally. But this is a justified outrage because th- this is something that's affecting the youth, like kids who need to. I mean, it's it's an exam. If they get this wrong, their grades are affected and their future is affected. Yep. And this is a real problem. This but even that, this it teaches them to think allergies. this way. It teaches them how to think this way. Exactly. Exactly. So, you're affecting the school of thought of a certain group of children, and you're doing it in a very negative way. Yeah. This and this person be like, like, "Get out of here, Steve. Yeah. You, you're not allowed in my mosque, Steve. Yeah. Go back to your church." This is oh, in, yeah. Slight plot twist here. A comment that was made just yesterday. Uh, so one of the friends said, "Oh, I saw your post and went to check my own daughter's exam paper and realized there's a little bit of a difference. Look at the little bit of a difference, Nathan. Oh, it's in Chinese. Can you read it? <laughs> okay. So- Can you read that at all?" So it's a very similar setup. The drawings are slightly different. This is all in Chinese, though. Okay, so how they've chosen There's to do There's a key this, difference up here, though. Yeah, how they've chosen to do it is that they have names, and then they're followed by descriptions of what they do with their family, um, just in terms of, like, what the things that they do in their family. So the first one, it says, Ali, Alina? Alina. Alina. What's kai gao? I don't know what that means. Kai gao jian dou bu neng chi fan jian Okay, so this me- Oh, okay, so me and my family, um, kai gao jian. I think that means sunrise, I'm not sure. We are not allowed to eat or drink water. So I'm guessing that's it's fasting. Like Ramadan, yeah. yeah, fasting, so you're related with Ramadan and then you were married in Muslims. Next one is mu- mutu. mutu. Me and my family can't eat beef. Okay, the next one is. Uh, Huang Ming. What? I'm reading off the English oh, uh, I think that's jie, jieling. Uh, so, c- During Christmas, me and my uh, friends... Steve. Me and my friend Steve. No, I don't know. <laughs> me and my friend Steve, we go for a celebrated dinner. Then the next person... During this date, me and my family, we all eat. So, and it says tu yi shu. So, that's like um, a Chinese calendar date. Um... This is... It's worth discussing, I feel. This is... Wow, I'm not sure how I feel about that one. Because... Maybe it's because my Chinese is pretty shit, but it took me a while to figure out that the names were, like... <laughs> um, Indian and Malay names. Because they're all written in Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it took me a while to figure out. But as you read the religious descriptions, I thought that might be a better link where you have awareness of the yeah. practices. Yeah. So it encourages understanding a little bit more. It's just a bit. I just don't understand why they need to 
bring religion into this. That's church. crazy. <laughs> but but the, the the Chinese one had a little bit more of a learning aspect to it. I feel. It seems like it. Yeah, because if, even if you got it wrong, the reason is they obviously laid out the premise of their religion, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just their name. So you weren't judging based on the name. Just you were the judging, name. Yeah, you were judging based on actions. So yeah. you know that's better. I feel like a Chinese Buddhist could be named Steve. I, I'm sure there's at least a million. <laughs> I'm sure somewhere there's like a third version of this test where like, my name is Corey. I like, I voted for Trump. And I do believe that Mexicans belong on the other side of the wall. What religion am I? <laughs> it's like Clue. Yeah. But for racists. Anyway. My name is Zhongming and I like mathematics. <laughs> I wear glasses. Um... Here's what I'm kind of interested about. Nathan mentions like, "Hey, we let's talk a little bit of Trump stuff." And I've been like, basically twenty four seven, been keeping up with Trump stuff. So I'm curious as to what you think is worthy to talk about. Also, ooh, another recommendation: uh, Pod Save America is the greatest podcast right now, next to us. Pod Save America. Have I not told you about Pod Save America? Who's the host? John Favreau. Ooh, not that John Favreau. Oh, John Lovett. Not that John Lovett. No. <laughs> and this guy named uh, I forgot I forgot the names, but basically, are you serious? Is it jo- a guy named John Favreau and yep. a guy named John Lovett? But they're not. John they're not Favreau the famous actors. That is crazy. It's, I think it's, I did not quite the first thing, but like just that premise alone. I'm but when saying. I read the discussion, I was like, those guys, the guy, <laughs> the the guy from Iron Man and the the comedian from the night. Anyway, yeah. no, no. What they are is that the three. Critic. Yes, the critic. Three former. Um, advisors, speechwriters, uh, and national security assistants to Barack Obama's administration have a podcast now where they talk about Trump and the world. Oh. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And he, you know what's weird? Pod save the world. Pod save America. Pod save America. Funny thing is there is I'm another... Do a there's there's another... <laughs> I don't good. know how to do a John Lovitz impression. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, there is another <laughs> podcast called Pod... There's a spinoff called Pod Save uh, the World. Okay. But yes, but it's cool. It's my daily dose of knowledge to keep informed. Anyway, what did you want to talk about regarding Le Okay, so, so I, I've not been keeping as um, uh, uh, up-to-date as you, but the one that kind of blew me away, the one that was most significant, or the one that kind of just kind of really got a rise out of me was, is it James Comey? Is that his name? The director of the FBI? Yep. Um, he announced, like, last week, that the FBI was investigating the Trump the Trump campaign for Russian collusion mm-hmm. since July. Yep, July of 2016. Of yes. 2016. Since so, July of 2016, and they said nothing about it until a few days ago. I mean, we we knew that there was a, a, an investigation ongoing after the election, but the thing is, they didn't say that they had started investigating before the election even happened, way back in July. Yet all the news that was coming out was about Hillary's emails, Hillary's emails, Hillary's emails, and no news about Russian collusion. Yep. And the FBI investigating it. Not just like hearing about it, they're in actively investigating it. Yeah, I think the quote of the day was um was um only at the time of the election only w- one presidential uh candidate was being investigated by the FBI and it wasn't Hillary. Something along those lines. But it's crazy, man. And there's a lot of things going on. The biggest thing right now is Michael Flynn, the former national advisor to Trump, who had to resign mm-hmm. because of he was found out to, to lie to Congress and to Vice President Mike Pence about his connection to Russia, has now said, I will come forward and testify if I am granted immunity. Dude, I don't think Trump is going to make it to this four years, man. He's going to get impeached or he's going to be forced to step down. 
I th- I think. This is 24. Is 24 This is 24, dude, 24. They always ask for immunity, and then Jack Bauer kicks him in the nuts and goes like, you go get immunity. But we don't have a Jack Bauer, at least not that we know of. Oh, that's a thing. Jack, ba- Jack Bauer's in the shadows. It's crazy. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about, though, that's not exactly related to Trump, but it's more related to the fucking Republican Party, is <laughs> have you heard about this uh, confidentiality bill thing? No. Uh, let me tr- try to bring up a link to it. But basically, the the con- Congress voted to repeal a bill promising privacy for users against ISPs. So basically, it, as this bill goes forward, internet service providers are allowed to are legally allowed to sell your browsing history, your internet history, your data to people who want to buy it. This is worldwide. This is just in America. Oh goodness gracious. The idea being, I think the idea is like, I guess the most benign version to use your term is that like, um, you can, they, they'll sell to provider to like stores to be like, oh, this person constantly looks up clothing. So uh-huh. here's just to know the demographics target them. better, but it's pretty fucked up though. Uh, the thing is, the thing, it sounds kind of scary the, the, the moment you said it, but the more I think about it, um, it's already happening. Google tracks everything we search and everything that we search and everything that all the sites that we go to yeah but those are just cookies this is different this is like oh actual consumer companies yes can get it they can buy it like if I work for the Gab I'd be like hey I'm gonna spend my own money to buy this information from you guys so I can really really target customers okay anyway this is from the this is from a quick this is from the independent independent Uh, internet users in the US could soon see their browsing history geo-localized data health information and the content of their communications being sold to 30 party parties without their content Um, the US House of Representatives has repealed a law which forced internet service providers to ask permission before sharing sensitive and personal information with advisors the internet privacy law has passed by the FCC the Federal Communications Commission under Barack Obama the law would have enabled the internet users to opt out for sharing less sensitive information like an email address this is big news this is crazy yeah and here's my favorite thing about this whole story there's uh, a Pizza Hut ad right next to it that looks really good how do they know that I like Pizza Hut oh my gosh um a Redditor has come on board and started this program uh, where he's basically saying, oh, okay, this law passes, tell you what, I'm going to raise money, you know, I'm going to do a Kickstarter or whatever, mm. make enough money, I'm going to buy the information of all the Republican congressmen who voted yes on this thing, and I'm mm. going to start releasing their fucking dirty laundry. Mm. And there's nothing that can stop him, that's legally he can do that. Wow. Isn't that crazy? What a crazy fucking world we live in. I don't like it. It's crazy, it's man. It's scary. It's black. <laughs> Charlie Brooker was right about everything. <laughs> Oh goodness! I'm yeah. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of like the footprint that we leave behind. Like, not that there's anything to hide. It's more so like how much of your life becomes your own after Still, that. Still, you know? there's so many things you can take out of context, or like, as, as in like, because c- all these big corporations, as much as we hate to admit it, we see their influence on the world around us constantly. Sure. In terms of advertisements, in terms of products, in terms of the, the ads we see, the movies we watch, the TV shows we watch, the commercials and everything. Mm. Like they control a lot of the material world that we see around us. And if they start targeting things, they could very much start swaying the way that we lead our lives. Um, very subconsciously. Yeah. And that scares me a little bit. And like, like, also like the thing, like, imagine if like, it's basically like, 
I mean, I don't want to equate it to the Fappening 2.0 or whatever, but it's like the, your personal stuff is getting out there, taken out of context. Like, for example, Emma Watson was a target of the Fappening, and there's pictures of her in bathing suits because she was trying something on with a stylist, mm-hmm. and now people are jerking off over that. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea is context. When you take it out of context, like, if someone went through my blouse, browsing history, and they're going to see that I look for brown dwarf stars, they're going to think, oh, my God, John's looking at astronomy stuff, when really I was looking for really midget... Mexican midget porn. Okay, Mexican midget porn. <laughs> and then he. I just want them to know. Yeah. I want them. I, I don't want them to know. I want if they want to know something. I know the truth anyway. Yeah. That's all the news I got, Nathan. Do you have anything else you want to I talk am about? Good to wrap things up because John, we are going to watch. I used to rule. Turn on the thingy. The world. What? Wait, Nathan, stop turning on the jammer. I can't sing. Jesus <laughs> rise gave the world. Yeah, and then the moment I... <laughs> Alright, um, we're going yeah, to Coldplay. We're going to watch Coldplay. So we got, we got to get ready and we got to get pretty. Yeah, we got to get pretty ready and ready pretty. Look pretty for Chris. I'm going to wear my good hang shirt. Did I wear my good hang shirt? Are you serious? I have to wash it first. I kind of want to hang. I want to frame this actually, to right? be honest. But I also want to wear it to something. Uh, I like it. It's I, really cool. Mine is very wearable. I like yours a lot. I like mine even more. <laughs> it's so cool. Okay, guys. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you very much for listening constantly and sharing it with friends. Uh, leave a review if you haven't done it already on the new feed. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Good Hang Podcast. If you have any questions, anything that you want to know on the show, anything you want to ask us, or just send us random shit, go on ahead and do it. Do it. Just do it. Just, just do it. Do it. do it yesterday you said you would do it today today's tomorrow whatever the fuck just do it so yeah hope you guys have a wonderful week ahead and thanks for the hang thanks for the hang so if you're single and gay you're nothing single gay people out there nothing you're nothing